I, I don't know, man. Like, the only thing I I really don't like about it is, like, you know, clicking the link and and coming to where our show's at. And we can't even, like, it's not where I listen to any of my podcasts at. So, I don't know. I'm kind of over it by now. You mean going on Facebook and finding our uh, page every week? Yeah, yeah. It just pops up the little window or whatever, and you got to listen to it from there. Well, the actually, all messed up. Actually, thanks to our host, Anchor FM, uh, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker, CastBox, PocketCast, Good Pods, Radio Public. We'll soon be on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and of course, you can find us on Spotify. You both didn't already know that? Jeez, you're idiots. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to High Spots and Kickouts. I'm Rich. I'm sitting here with Brent. How's it going? And Clint. Hey yo. And Mark. What up? Uh, sad week in wrestling. We lost a legend in Scott Hall, so we're going to take a uh, moment of silence. Give him our uh, 10 bell salute. Hey, yo, everybody. We're back. Uh, I'm going to pass it to uh, Clint. Clint's got a bunch of uh, Scott Hall stuff for us. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, with him passing away, a bunch of people, you know, I, not a lot, but a little bit. Um, got uh, I got a decent Scott Hall top 10, top 10 matches of Scott Hall um, that people can find and watch if they want to. And I got a few tweets and stuff. That, uh, you know, if you guys put out, I figured I could just read a couple of them. Uh, Kevin Nash's was the first one that I read, which was like the like early, super early in the morning. Yeah. Um, yeah. And his says, Scott's on life support. Once his family is in place, it will discontinue life support. I'm going to lose the one person on this planet I've spent more of my life with than anyone else. My heart is broken, and I'm so very fucking sad. I love Scott with all my heart, but now I have to prepare my life without him in the present. I've been blessed to have a friend that took me at face value, and I value, and I face value and I, and I him when we jumped to WCW we didn't care who looked or or hated us we hated each other with the smooth berry bloom we changed wrestling and the content and pay for those dot 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 a lot that disliked us we were the outsiders but we had each other scott always felt he wasn't worthy of the afterlife well god please have some gold plated toothpicks for my brother my life was enriched with his take on life he hasn't he wasn't perfect but he 
But as he always said, the last perfect person to walk the planet, they nailed to a cross. As we prepared for life without him, just remember those, there goes a great guy. You ain't going to see another one like him again. See you down the road, Scott. I couldn't love a human being any more than I do with you. Sorry, I got a little choked up a couple times reading that shit. Uh, it's it's sad to me that Scott Hall's passed away because I've been watching him since like 1992 or three. So it's like almost losing a brother or a right hand. You've been watching him since you were he's, so small. He he's my one B. <laughs> yeah, I was so, just thinking about it when we were watching sti- that. Sting, like, Sting's one A. <sighs> Scott Hall's one B. I mean, he still has some of the biggest moments in wrestling, if not the biggest. I, think, I mean, he did two back to back. The curtain call. Yeah. That started it. That well, was right. probably bigger than that was breaking. And it was yeah. lucky that it got on camera because someone snuck a camera in there yeah. to record that illegally. You know, otherwise people really probably wouldn't have known that ever happened unless you were at that show. You know, so and, it's a it's a miracle that someone actually was able to sneak a camera in there and, and record all that shit. You know, oh yeah, I figured. I went to a live event last night. And it's like empty out your pockets. And we're gonna pat you down. We're gonna run this wand over you. You got to spin around, take a shot, jump on one foot. Oh, here's here's your shit back. You know that guy walking in with the suitcase camera back in '95. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> What's that? Uh, a slushy. Dude, I can remember like coming back from like I mean it had been like kindergarten or first grade, and it's like the dying days of AWA, and like 1991, 92 or whatever, and. uh ESPN would have fucking an hour long AWA show on there, and then like they'd show the first half of the old matches and shit. I remember like seeing Scott Hall and that shit. Scott Hall, Magnum TA style yeah, and shit with the mustache. mustache was, and shit. I, I did. What, what he won the tag team championships there with uh, Kurt Henning. Yeah, that yeah. photo popped up this week. I think uh, Xbox posted it. Yeah, uh, it he, was them taking like there was two of them like shaking hands, or it may have been Hennig's son actually post one of them. Uh, I'm not sure. I know I seen one that was him, and it was, there was like a backstage picture, and Kurt Henning looked like he, like he, like he was like just like he, like he was caught off surprised by the picture, but they were standing next yeah, to each that, other, like they were posing together. And that one's like where I'm like, oh yeah, they were together. And then I think X Pac followed up, or Kurt's son posted the one with them actually having titles together, and I'm like, that makes sense. And then uh, <laughs> Scott Scott always talks so highly about Kurt Henning because he taught him how to be a professional wrestler. Yeah, yeah, cause he was just a big bouncer before all that stuff. You know, all and the bad stuff in his life. Thing is, when you look at Scott Hall when he was in AWA, and then when he debuted in WWF as Razor Ramon, like his body change and just his general look was so different. Like he had the mustache in AWA, and he's big and bulky. And, and his hair was—he had the mullet basically, and he still had a mullet when he came as Razor Ramon. It was just <coughs> different. Yeah, well, yeah, they 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 uh, Jay Chico did up a little bit. Yeah. Made him look like Scarface Tony Montana, except he was like way bigger than Al Pacino was, and they they which, like which Razor Ramon will live infos, infamously because he was the very first person to ever be on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, he was, yeah. Well, if in the first segment on Monday, like the first ever like talking segment on a Monday Night Raw, he was the part of the very was it first him and one. Vince? Yeah, him and yeah. Vince McMahon in the ring. Yeah, really. So that's pretty pretty neat. Did you know that Scott Hall's first match ever that he ever had was against Larry Zbysko? And Larry Zabisco put him over in the match. Yeah, it makes yeah. I, and but watch that photo shoot. He, that's where I said that's where I watched that. And he um, he said, you know, I, Larry didn't know me for nothing, and he <laughs> didn't have to do that. But I was a big guy, and whatever, you know. They and then he was able to get him over in WCW, mm-hmm. and See, that's that's what he talks about later. Kurt Henning too, because Kurt Henning was that guy who's like, if I'm going to put you over, I'm going to make sure that you get over. And he did that for Scott Hall. So so uh, Hulk Hogan cut a promo at his beat shop, which was I'm. Um, 
long and drawn out and then he brought stone cold into it which made no sense but he was talking he was talking he started off talking about scott hall and then it yeah, ended with stone he cold me shit about it w- I, he, well, I who me yeah no it's yeah, not a bad and, thing but for Dick, some reason the, watch that video the scott like the scott hall talk turned into like a i have to put stone cold over to you for some reason i don't know why but he did he for some reason it veered off in like the right direction because <laughs> if probably, he keeps doing it he's gonna be the bigger star uh, even though stone cold sold more probably too much alcohol well, i guess but basically well, with, well without scott without scott Hulk Hogan's career ended 10 years before basically what did. basically the mm-hmm. best thing about what Hulk Hogan said in his whole entire thing was when everyone thought Hulk Hogan was dead Scott Hall resurrected me and put me back on the map and that was probably the best thing he said in that whole exactly comment segment said, because the rest of the shit he went on after that and he said uh, something about people I'm were mad right here. you are he said something about people were mad that he put Stone Cold under him or some shit or something. So he was trying to put the fires out. And it's like, just keep with Scott Hall, bro. And Didn't he get like asked like a Mount Rushmore question, essentially? No, him and Ric Flair were wasted Hulk, partying. Hulk Hogan yeah. did? Yeah, he said it. And it. He put himself on it. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's Ric Flair, number he, one. Top guy. Hulk Hogan, number two. Stone Cold Steve Austin number three, and then so RJ City um, tweeted Scott Hall left wrestling a lot better than he found it uh, creatively and financially, uh, and I I th- I completely one hundred percent agree with that. I mean he was the one who brought guaranteed him I guess Kevin Nash too, but even even Kevin Nash put Scott Hall in that in that point because Scott Dude, Hall all was the crazy first stories about making money. Well, yeah, I mean as far as going to WCW, Scott was the first one, and then he told Kevin about it, and then they leveraged themselves to get more money, guaranteed right. contracts, and even Kevin says, even though I think Kevin Nash probably anchored himself to do a little better off maybe than Scott Hall did, I could be wrong about that. Um, it was on the hinge of Scott Hall well, helping probably, him get a guaranteed contract. So basically, pro- Scott Hall not, probably not in the long run because I think Scott still got royalty checks for everything NWO. So well, he told him. Uh, oh, I'm sure Kevin Nash still does. He too. had the favored nations clause on his contract or whatever. So he tried to tell Kevin Nash to ask him for more than and, Scott Hall got. So because Scott Hall would get a pay bump if Kevin Nash did, and that worked too. And then they lost the lawsuit, so they have a fake razor and fake diesel on uh raw and they were like everybody in charge was scared that they were actually jumping or whatever because they were mm-hmm. uh announcing it a week beforehand or whatever and they ended up getting a raise out of that deal too yeah the whole like how they came over like it sounds like from what everyone kept saying that scott was like the brains of everything and nash was just like yeah let's keep doing that and then he just <laughs> took over and Kept going when unless, Scott started. Unless you talk to Bischoff, and then he's the brains behind it all. <laughs> well, that's uh, the promoter in him. Madcap Moss tweeted some weird shit. I'm not going to read all of it, but basically, he tried to say that his whole wrestling uh, gimmick is the same as Scott Hall's gimmick, which I don't see it. Um, but <laughs> supposedly, cool. he met Scott Hall, and Scott mm-hmm. Hall charged him five dollars because of gimmick infringement. Because he, he apparently, Madcap Moss reminded Scott Hall, of Scott Hall. Which I, I don't. I see don't it. think I ever remember seeing Scott Hall ever wear suspenders. <laughs> That's what I was. Just I don't. I just don't see any wrestling. Mm-hmm. I don't see the wrestling style. I don't see it at all. So that could be a made-up tweet. Was it like um, before he was WWE? So he's probably all no. It's, he doesn't say anything about. I don't think Madcap Moss was. He was a, re- a football player before WWE. So yeah, I don't. Oh, it was at the Performance Center. I remember that tweet. He was so, talking to him about it. He said, "If I could just try to be as one percent as cool as Scott Hall, I don't think so, buddy." I just don't. I, I think don't. we all want to be just one percent as cool as Scott. <laughs> not, de- not definitely with suspenders. 
Right. What else we got? Uh, Jeff Jarrett, which you were just talking about a little bit earlier. I don't know if you bring that back up later. For 30 plus years, Scott was one of many things to me, mentor, rival, etc. Above all, he was my friend. I never had a conversation with nothing that we didn't either call each other buddy or joke about the buddy system. Rest easy, buddy. I pray that you're at peace now. Love you, Skit. So I don't know if that's a nickname that he had for Scott Hall or something. Skit instead of Scott, maybe, or some kind of shit. Maybe when they were drunk and they... <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's incredibly sad. Yeah. T- Tony Schiavone, this is a very sad day. Scott Hall is one of the greatest wrestlers to compete in any area. When he walked into Nitro on May 27th, 1996, it changed wrestling. Survey says, may the bad guy rest in peace. Uh, it did. Uh, I mean, no one had ever walked into you, a building and done that shit before, you know. You know yeah. who I am, but you don't know why I'm here. And they walked right into the center of a wrestling yeah. match while it was going on. It was just right. like, and fuck you guys. And they did. And, then, and because those two didn't do didn't the ring? Know, uh, it was the Mauler, and I don't know who the other guys, but Tennessee Lee was out there too. But he wasn't Tennessee Lee in WCW. It was something else. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure. Who the other guy was. In the grand scheme of things, it's not important because Scott Hall came out (laughs) and fucking then it became important. Yeah, because I I think I was watching it because it was, I remember Nitro was three hours. Was it three hours at the time right then? No, I think it was still four, or I think it was still an hour. Monday Night Raw used to only be about an hour long too. Yeah, and And then they went, one went three and one went two. And so I'd always watch the first hour of one and I think it was around that. I think when Scott Hall showed up like the very next week, Nitro went to like two hours, and then yeah, eventually it got another hour. So yeah, I mean, I remember seeing it and being like, "What is going on?" Because I was just on WWE TV because <laughs> if the you because if you go to uh, Peacock and go to WCW and start watching all the Nitros, it isn't until like mid ninety six when it goes to two hours. Most of them are like forty five minutes to an hour. Hmm. Yeah, huge. Uh, the Iron Sheik tweeted, Scott Hall Bubba, the Razor Ramon, you are the real a real of real Bubba. You make it to the Hall of Fame. You are the Iron Sheik class forever. I love you, Bubba. Iron Sheik being Iron yeah, Sheik. Iron Sheik's a crazy person. <laughs> I still love it. He's ridiculous. Um, and then DD, DDP, my brother has gone to Valhalla to raise some hell to the bad guy till the end. Yo, death wasn't, what's your finisher? Can't wait to kick out. He may not have kicked out, but he wasn't going to put that motherfucker over clean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. That's the original Diamond Mind. And then Triple H, I'm gutted. Lost a brother. I love you, Scott. I'll see you down the road. Um, I've never, I haven't seen anything from I was telling him earlier. I was looking for something from Shawn Michaels, of all people, because of how many matches they had and as close as they were. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen anything from him. X-Pac, which I, wrote, I read earlier. Um, there's a picture of Scott Hall in the six ball NWO shirt. And he says, uh, he wore that shirt every week and had the rest of the NWO Hulk, Dusty and Macho always shout me out live on TV while I was out with a broken neck. Just one example of how, what, what type of good friend he was. RIP Scott Hall. Uh, so, and that's mostly a lot of his triple H even put anything out that the uh, one I read before that was triple H's was talking about being gutted. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, DDP has posted tons of stuff yeah i tried to get everything that i could find from the very first day um when it came out and from the people who i felt like were from what i've found through videos and i don't know shit we've watched in podcasts the people that were closest to scott hall to read their tweets because everyone else's is like wwe's was just like oh we're sad to hear that he died blah 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 (laughs) like everyone that had something decently heartfelt to say that was close to him i tried to grab Something that I thought would sound decent which, to say. Not which, some of them have just been picture mashups and small little here and there's already brothers. And, honestly, what he 
how he ended his uh, Hall of Fame speech, he kind of wrote his own eulogy. That Those Dude. lines are yeah. so good. Um, he talked about the photo shoot episode, which I kicked it on and watched it yesterday while I was sitting here. And yeah, he kind of the same thing in that. It was kind of like... It's just, just a whole scrapbook of his career. And like it, pictures and of him telling hard stories. Hard work pays and, off. Uh, hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Hard, it, bad times don't, don't last. last. Bad guys do. Yeah. I was missing the middle there. You got, and then you <laughs> yeah. got then you got to throw a toothpick. <laughs> yeah, his Hall of Fame speech was awesome. Like, I'm glad that he got back to the good shape from DDP and stuff. Yeah, no, I, I mean, have, uh, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. All that shit. I mean, extended his life like ten years, probably. Yeah, the DDP yoga up. and just yeah. living with him and, in general. Yeah, and then you like because we've all probably watched Resurrection of Jake Smith or Jake the Snake Roberts, and. You know, even that has all the Scott Hall stuff in it. You're like, wow. Yeah. Um, well, if you ever watched the, the E60 documentary that came out about Scott Hall that was like that was at so his random. complete worst. And yeah, yeah, it was a completely random story for ESPN to just have. But it was like when he was at his complete worst. And they had mm-hmm. the video of him in the ring when I guess he had had a heart attack or something. <coughs> and he still tried to come do the show anyway. But he was on drugs, of course, because he had had a heart attack. And it shows him barely able to get in the ring, and then he's trying to do the discus punch and the Scott Hall stuff, and he's like drooling while he's trying to mm-hmm. do it. And he was just at, like, at, like I said, at his complete worst. He just looked um, real and they, bad. Like they pushed him out in a wheelchair, and he had to like have three dudes help him out of the wheelchair to get in the ring to do it and stuff. And and at that point in time, it was like everyone was like on, literally on the clock, like any day now we're going to get a call. This guy was like dead. the whole documentary was like, all right, well here, and that was here's like, how he is. He's about to die. Let's ruin all your childhood. Twelve, maybe when that came out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know, uh, for whatever reason, DDP started doing the DDP yoga, and then he, he started with Jake the Snake, right? Or was it that Scott was like Hall? the biggest? He started with Jake. Yeah. And then it was Scott. And Hall then they found Jake, out right? Scott was in like such rough shape. They like let's get him in here. Basically forced him to come live with them and yeah, because he had they had to pick him up at the airport. Like he yeah. was bo- fully Which broken did, down, and it was probably right after that. Didn't DDP just right. take somebody else in? Uh, Buff Bagwell. Buff Bagwell yeah. yeah, yeah, he just took in Buff because uh, Buff wants to do a death match, but he's got to be healthy. They're first. doing like some. It's either YouTube or TV show right now. They're filming a bunch of stuff. Yeah, for he, well, DDP is going to have his own, like, like you said, like a, I don't know if it's going to be on YouTube, but basically his own like a uh, reality TV show mm-hmm. of him helping people get better with their life or whatever. And it's I not s- just going to be pro wrestlers. It'll be random ass people supposedly too. But yeah. Buff Bagwell like, is going to be one of them. Buff was like on cooking on it or something. It's like a TV show that he's starting. Um, where he's going to help people. I know. What that, channels are going? Oh, I don't oh, know. That's why I said I don't know if it's going to be on YouTube or if you're going to have to buy subscribe to some ddp bullshit or you know what i mean it could be on netflix i don't know he just did they that might, movie for netflix just throw it on youtube like they did with the carmella and Corey bullshit <laughs> well he just did that movie for netflix um or it's like a superhero movie it's like a comedy superhero DDP movie or something did? yeah it's called guardians of something he's like the main character in it uh it's called guardians of something i'm not sure what but yeah it's mm-hmm. on it's on netflix it looks like a porn movie to me but, but from everybody like on the radio that's called in and shit and people that have watched it said it's really funny i probably won't take the time to watch it because it looks just terrible but i mean like so, the cory and carmela show that's no, no this is like a movie movie oh where he's like a superhero head of the superhero like oh. an avengers style type of team he's like the oldest one or whatever oh and like he's like the leader of it it's very haggard looking it's on netflix <laughs> you can look it up I can't think of the name of it. It's Guardians or something. It's on like the main, if you go through it right now, it's one mm-hmm. of the top shows on there because it just, it literally just aired. So it could be a Netflix show. It could be a WWE Peacock shit if they're saving people's lives. <laughs> I don't know. Change or die project. They're doing a Teddy Hart. WWE ain't putting Buff Bagwell on TV. Could be That's Vi- the could, Buff project. Though. Could be Vice. Uh, 
Well, if it's on Vice, it's never going to debut because I think I'm still waiting for MLW. MLW is probably just not good enough to be on TV. It's probably what it really is. I don't even think they're good enough to be on YouTube anymore. You don't hear shit about them. Well, other than I think COVID. I think uh, they're going to drop their lawsuit against WWE. COVID put a lot of people out of business, and that probably cost them all their money right there. That's probably whether they're not on TV, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I have a port according to the Sportster uh, Scott Hall's uh, ten best matches that you can go and find on on the network if you want to watch them. They're all on there. Um, number ten is Razor Ramon and Ric Flair versus Mr. Perfect and Randy Savage at Survivor Series 1992. Uh, someone gave it a 7.14 as far as stars go. Watching, I'm not sure who, but whoever does these rankings. It's, it was like a cage match or something like that. Could, couldn't have been Uncle Dave. He only goes to like six stars. No, it's yeah. just a tag. He goes to five. Some people get six. <laughs> Kenny Omega gets six. It, it's a tag team match. Uh, and um, in Japan, though. You know, it's Ric Flair and, and, and Razor Ramon. To- that, that's to- what I was thinking. Like I'm like I haven't seen the match, but I'm imagining it's fun, like a good match between those two at least. Uh, so I can't tell you too much because if you want to watch the match, I could give away the ending to you, and it wouldn't be worth going and finding it and watching it, I guess. But um, it says the crowd was going wild throughout the whole entire match. Ramon and Flair bring, being the perfect heels all the way throughout. So you know they're probably the perfect bad guy combination <laughs> tag team, really. To be honest with you, <coughs> they're. I mean, they're Scott. I'm Scott Hall, Razor Ramon at the time was doing all the dirty tricks. I mean, every single fucking they one were, of them. He was kind and, of more of a Latin Ric Flair. Yeah, kind of. Like, and then you put Ric Flair in there, who's all, the dirtiest player in the game, and call, mm-hmm. tell him to be a tag team. You know, I'm sure it was a, a fucking hell of a match. Which, I mean, when you used to watch the early WWF with Razor and <coughs> Moe, and they're trying to get him over as a heel, and everybody's, you hear, Razor. I mean, he's getting cheered as a freaking heel, and they didn't like that stuff back then. And He was so over the top. I just... Like, even as a kid, I like, just he was over the top. Like, his, <coughs> the vignettes that he would do, would, like, the food one where he swipes all yeah. around. I'm like, that was just cool. <laughs> everyone wanted to be him. Shit, everyone still does, if you think about it, really. And, <coughs> and we were talking about earlier that there's still, to this day, to me, no one has been able to be as cool as Scott Hall or a Kevin Nash in wrestling. <coughs> they come out and just have enough, like, God damn, I'd like to be like him because he's just so fucking cool. I don't watch any wrestlers. Or I haven't seen any since those guys that came out. I'd be like, you know what? It'd be so dope to just be him for a day. Jericho, maybe? <laughs> maybe, I guess, at his height, maybe, but not now. I wouldn't want to be Jericho now. Shit, he's Flebio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number nine is Razor Ramon versus Bret Hart at Royal Rumble 1993, um, which is one of my favorite matches, uh, just because I'm a Bret Hart fan, too. But also, uh, it, it was like the first ever championship match that Scott Hall slash Razor Ramon had. Uh, he obviously didn't win it because he's never been the, the champion of a company. But it made Bret Hart look really super good because Scott Hall is a hell of a seller and he's able to get people over like crazy. And then mm-hmm. Bret Hart himself is, well, Bret Hart, he's the excellence ex- execution. So he was able to also get uh, Scott Hall over as like one of the biggest heels then. Um, unfortunately, he that's, turned around and left not too long after that. But that's what the, that's where they're trying to go with it was trying to become, he was trying to make, Vince I think was trying to make him like the biggest heel in the company and that's when he loses the match and you hear the entire crowd chanting razor yeah like that match was very good if i remember um number eight is scott hall kevin nash in six versus kevin green rick flair and roddy piper at slamboree 1997 (laughs) Uh, (laughs) there was a big huge controversy in the back before this match because uh, rick flair didn't feel like uh, x-pac slash six-pac was a big enough name to be in a match with all those uh, big names 
Um, yeah, screw that so they race. tried to get him pushed out of the match, I guess. It didn't work. It caused a big, huge rivalry between X-Pac and Ric Flair, like outside of wrestling for a long time. <laughs> be like, Ric Flair just be like, screw, his mouth. be like, screw that. R- Razor Ramon already got over the one, two, three kids, so it's perfectly fine. <laughs> um, you know, when X-Pac first showed up in WWF, his first promo, he talked shit about Ric Flair immediately. That's one of the first <laughs> things he starts doing in that, in that promo. I was talking about how fucking he'd actually beat Ric Flair's ass outside of wrestling and shit if it, <coughs> if it came straight to it. And started crotch chopping towards everybody. And then, you know, he talked about how uh, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash were being held uh, hostage on their contracts. Yeah. Otherwise, they'd have been there with him the same night and shit. <laughs> Um, it, and I, I don't really remember too much of this match cause I'm not the biggest WCW guy. Uh, and I don't, I don't think I've only seen Slamberry 97, maybe once. I think it was the main it's event. 96, of, right? oh, no, 97. One. I think it's the main event of the show, right? Though that, that, mm-hmm. that 16 or that six man tag. Um, number seven is Bob Orton, Dick Murdoch and Scott Hall versus Antonio Inoki, Ricky Choshu and Kentaro and Kentaro Hoshino. Is that how you say that? I don't know. I'd, I'd have to I'd have to look at right, it. You know all uh, the Japanese people are. NJPW <laughs> Cup Series 1988. I don't um, remember that one. I haven't seen it's this got, match. I guess it's, it's on the be, network somewhere. It's got to be a good match. It's got a Noki in it. Um, well, that's the names, and I was like, that's probably I, loaded match, too. When Scott Hall was in Japan, like he was one of the biggest dudes in the ring because all the Japanese guys obviously <coughs> aren't that tall, obviously. So he was like basically fucking one of the skyscrapers over there. So they, he's like one of the biggest they, heels, one of the biggest draws well, over like, there. So, like, 2001 and shit, like, when he was over there coming out to the Fugees and shit, mm-hmm. that shit was awesome. They loved those giant American wrestlers over there. Vader and was huge over there. This match also was an elimination so match, so when someone got pinned, <laughs> yeah. they went to but the I mean, back till it was over. Hogan was, like, 6'8". He was a um, massive man there, too. Shit. Um, Brock Lesnar Scott was. Norton. Bob Scott Orton. Norton, yeah. yeah. He was big. I'm sitting here going, I can see him. I can't think of his name. <laughs> Uh, number six is Razor Ramon versus Rick Mar- Rick the Model Martell on Monday Night Raw on 92793. We were we're literally just, just watching, watching a little bit ago. Yeah. Um, very good match from what I've seen. Motherfucking both them dudes could see, work. Rick Martell is always injury prone, but he could fucking work, man. I've seen a campaign that people are starting to get Rick Martell into the WWE Hall of Fame before he's gone. I'm, that's a piss off have, still. I think he's in a wheelchair now. He has lawsuits and shit against him, too, right? Yeah, yeah but it's Rick the Model Martel, man. Come on. <laughs> but every time he would have a huge run, he would tear his tricep or something would get hurt or something would go wrong. He'd hurt himself. And I was like, God damn, he's just... I think by the time he got to WWF, WCW, he was, <coughs> he was old enough that he had just had so many injuries because... When he was super young, like he was real, real, like hugely popular, but he was in like, a, like what, AWA, NWA, I think. But he never was when he was young. Young, he wasn't in, like wasn't in uh, WWE to be big enough or whatever. I just remember WCW. He was not big at all. <laughs> What's well, I was the very very end of his. You talking about like ninety seven, ninety eight? Yeah. That that was the very end of his career. And I remember the night he came out, uh, uh, wrestled Booker T again in a TV title match, tore his tricep in the middle of the match. And I guess he was supposed to win it, and they had to switch it over, and they gave it to Booker. Uh-huh. But it was a good thing for Booker because then he went into the best of five series with Chris Benoit after that, and you know the rest is history. <laughs> Booker T is one of the greatest, you know, wrestlers in WCW history, if you ask me. But <coughs> getting a little off off topic there with Booker. <laughs> I was gonna say that took. I was watching his debut on TV. Sorry. Um, but uh, but I guess both these guys were baby faces in this match, and then at the end of it, it got Rick Martel to be a a, a heel and Razor Ramon. It was kind of his first time being like a baby face in WWE. Which I always did like Martel as a heel. He was, which didn't last very long because Scott Hall didn't like being a good guy. So yeah. That, 
Um, number five is NWO and NWO Sting versus Arn Anderson, Lex Luger, Ric Flair, and Sting at Fall Brawl 1996 <laughs> in a War Games style match. NWO Sting. Do say it again. NWO and NWO Sting versus Arn Anderson, Lex Luger, Ric Flair, it, and Sting at Fall Brawl uh, 1996. Isn't that uh, in a War Games style match? The other guy that was, was Sting or whatever. Yeah. Jeff Farmer. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure in that match the real <coughs> the real Sting showed up. <laughs> I think uh, well, he was on the. I think that dude still does that shit in Japan sometimes. Uh, basically, the biggest pop in this match was when the fake Sting came out and everybody thought it was the real Sting and they were just jacked him up. <laughs> oh, and the oh they're showing we're watching highlights of the NWO destroying everybody in WCW when they first showed up. By the way, so what we all just got yeah, quiet for a second. <laughs> we're uh, we're, <laughs> we're watching the uh, click documentary on. Uh, Peek out. Rich pointed at the TV, and we all collectively just turned and stared <laughs> and quit doing what we were doing. Yeah, they're talking about right when they started, and they're just destroying. That's because it's just too sweet. And also, the NWO version of Sting, he stuck around for a while after that match. He was around for a quick minute. The NWO Sting, yeah. you know, they they were rolling was, around. He's on the first video game. It was so stupid if he's on world tour. Like it was fine because the story up to it was fine, but he should have just disappeared. <coughs> like fake Kane, I don't care. That's like disciple. The only time Sting was ever in the NWO was the Wolfpack. Yeah, red and black Steve. When Luke Gallows the fake cane? Uh, at one time, I at think one he was. Time. Yeah. Well, fucking Chris Harris was fake Sting at one Kane. time. Wasn't what Kane and Luke Gallows were? Kevin Nash. And then I'm Luke pretty... Gallows is way too old for that, <laughs> or way too young for that. I think he was. No, I think he actually was. No, uh, Glenn Jacobs was Diesel in that. Yeah, yeah, there we go. That, and because he was. Uh, Never mind, the Luke Dennis. Isaac Wait, Luke, Luke, Luke Gallows was fake. Kane. <laughs> the evil Dennis. He might be Isaac that. Yeah. yeah, I was like thinking, I'm like Diesel. No, no. Razor. <laughs> I'm fucking shit up now. <laughs> My bad. Uh, number four: Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and Hulk Hogan versus Lex Luger, Lex Luger, Sting, and Randy Savage. Bashed at the beach, 1996. Change the game. Eight point seven stars. I mean, Change even though Hogan didn't come in until the end, and Nash and Hall did the whole entire match. They did all the work. They did the brunt of the hard work. Hogan came in at the end, dropped the legs, and got the pinfall. And that it, was about it. But it broke wrestling. It, no, for sure. That there was so much trash in the ring at the end of that. Uh, it, it made people believe in kayfabe after kayfabe had just been broken. Right. Hulk Hogan cuts the uh, first ever like scathing heel promo that I think I've ever heard of Hulk Hogan cut, <laughs> unless like you know maybe not Ripster Hogan, but this, like brothers. This is what we call the new world order of wrestling. <laughs> yeah. I remember yeah. like right before that my. At my dad's restaurant, one of the waitresses, like, they they ran into Hulk Hogan at the airport, like, right before it, and he was a douchebag to him. Like, and I'm like, now it all makes sense. <laughs> no, I don't think he was just, he was just getting Bobby into Bobby Heenan was right all along. No, I think he was always a douchebag. But. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and I love how Bobby Heenan gives that shit away, like, all night. Too. Oh, yeah, when he's like, oh, when he comes out to the ring, he's like, Nobody but knew about it at all, unless you were listening to Bobby Heenan. Yeah, and most people were so <laughs> fixated on the fact that Hogan was coming to the ring that no one was listening to the announcing. Uh, at the end of that, as it's going off the air, uh, Tony Schiavone, you can go straight yes. to hell, Hulk Hogan. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> it literally came down to Sting or Hogan to be the third man. You know, uh, Mean yeah. Gene Okerlund, I can't believe it, Hogan. You, Hogan, with this man Hall and this man Nash. <laughs> I mean, he was out in his red and yellow bright gear because he was Hulkster, you know. Dude, he had his cowboy boots on. Well, yeah, he did. <laughs> well, yeah, you picture, could, right? He had his cowboy <laughs> boots you, you, on. Well, as soon as his music hits, he starts walking to the ring. Go get him, Hulkster. <laughs> Everyone was like, oh, my God, he's back. Because yeah. he was a gone for a movie, probably, or Thunder in Paradise. Thunder in Paradise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Thunder in Paradise is awesome. Gone for something non-important. No, it was made by the producers of Baywatch, right? I believe it. <laughs> I, I thought the boat was dope. I mean, Hulk, Hulk was on the uh, Baywatch episode or whatever. So Dude, that just means they were probably going to do a boat version of Knight Rider, and fucking uh, what's his name turned him down. And they were like, Hogan, we got this Thunder in Paradise thing. We got this super cool boat. Instead of giving it a name and calling it Kit, we're Dude, just going to have it be a super cool boat. I've watched cool that boat. every night after Nitro. I was like, yeah, let's watch Thunder in Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> Shit was terrible. Oh, it was. Uh, number three, Diesel right and Shawn Michaels. I kind of don't remember it at all. Versus Razor Ramon and the One Two Three Kid Action Zone, ten thirty nineteen ninety four. I don't think I've ever seen this match. I don't know what the fuck Action Zone is. Wasn't that like one of their Sunday shows they randomly did back then? I, I no, maybe I don't. I've never heard of uh, of Action Zone. I really haven't. Uh, he and One Two Three Kid might have lost this one, but nobody looked bad. Shawn Michaels pinned the kid in the end, but Ramon had almost taken the victory several times throughout, which built up the drama perfectly. What I like best I about it was Scott like Hall Saturday morning show they had it might have been or it's one of these like super shows like they do now, except mm-hmm. it was in this country. Um, <laughs> but what I like best about like well, a lot of these have been six man t- matches and tag team matches and like. There's some singles matches with Scott Hall that are really great, but I think that like he like I, Eric Bischoff says if Scott Hall worked worked two percent of the time, if he worked would have worked at a hundred percent of the time, he would have owned the whole industry. But instead, he always worked two percent of the time instead of a hundred. <laughs> I think he gave a hundred in tag team matches because he knew he didn't have to wrestle yeah. the whole match because he could tag out. <laughs> and then in his full matches, he'd give you about two percent. But either way, Scott Hall was always selling motherfucker. I yeah. never seen him not have a good match. When people say he was at two percent, like that was looked like damn near a hundred to me. I've never seen him have a match. Like a stone cold match. I was gonna say I always, if I look look at a snapshot of his career, it's either he's the Intercontinental Champion as Razor, or he's in the Outsiders. That's how I see him. I don't see him as a single competitor in WCW. I don't even Even think he was truly drunk in the ring ever wrestling to the point where he couldn't stand. I think he was just a good enough actor to make it look like he was drunk. He had a a couple singles runs in WCW. But I was just saying, like, my snapshot of my memory. I mean, I remember his match. Some of his matches. I'm like, I mean, what? He won uh, won World War III in 97 or nine no yeah 97 didn't he win like u.s title or tv title too and yeah he's i think he's like a one-time tv champ he's a two or three time u.s champ (coughs) i mean i mean he's a seven-time wcw tag team champion i I agree like i think i just think of him as either he's been in a bunch of title matches matches. in an interview i watched with him one time uh he said he could have been champion and he just didn't want to be champion it's a lot of responsibility and shit that he didn't care to have yeah, when he when he won uh, World War Three, uh, when you win that, you get a championship match at uh, it's either Slamboree or uh, what was the other one that started with an S? Super Brawl. Yep, <laughs> I like how you said that. Super Brawl. I no, don't even remember. It, I was just like, <laughs> no, actually, actually, it would have been Super Brawl or Starcade. No, it was Super Brawl because they already had Sting and Hogan set up for Starcade '97, and then they had that whole bullshit to where. Scott Hall didn't even get his title match, and I think until like Spring Stampede, and by that point nobody gave a fuck anymore. And then I thought surely he was going to win it in 2000 when they had the Slamboree match with him and Big Sid and Jeff Jarrett, because <laughs> it was like it was like his time, like he was the most popular shit in WCW at that time because every, well, everyone else was gone. Hogan was gone, Nash was hurt, out. Bret Hart got concussed and had to quit, supposedly. Um, and then everyone else just sucked. He's he's also the one that helped uh, Kevin Nash win his first WCW championship. And it, and it was like they had. That's my favorite. That's, that's my favorite my... Scott Hall moment. In WCW it's his, or just of all in the time. Streak. 
That was just so like the perfect it's, Scott Hall. I think it's cool. Cattle, gonna get cattle prod. I think it's yeah. cool. That, I think it's cool that they used a real cattle prod to do it and actually shocked him. Whether Dude, Scott Hall took liberties and shocked him or not, uh, we don't know. Because you know Goldberg's end, he said Scott Hall did that shit on purpose. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. Scott Hall supposedly said there was supposed to be tape on the end of it that kept him from being shocked, but it would still make the noise, and it shocked him through the tape. But he, <coughs> he fucking nails him like six times. Yeah, he, yeah. I will have to watch that shit, that match, like probably at least four or five times in my life. And like even when he's like on the ground, That's he gets bad. up there and gives him a couple more after the match is over. That, and shit. that, that was the last WCW pay per view I paid for. Like I paid for it myself. And we were at my aunt's house, and she had pay-per-view or whatever. And I'm like, here's the $50. I got this for Christmas. We're watching Stark 897. And then the next night was the finger poke of doom. And I'm like, fuck WCW. Just fuck it all. Dude, that was my favorite time. I thought finger poke of doom. That was my Stark favorite era of wrestling. I cha- I those it. moments all make it. I changed great. it. I changed it over to WWE. I thought Nash held the belt to like Great American Bash after that. And then DDP beat him. No, it was like instantaneous. Oh, no, no, yeah. I thought night. What was it? See was that. that? Are you sure it wasn't? I thought it was a year later because no, I thought no, no, I thought no. he held that until '97 because that was '97 when that match no, when he, that happened. He never really had a long championship run in because WCW. that's when DDP won his first title. It was from Kevin Nash at Great American Bash. That was yeah, like a year later. Was it '98? I, kind of I thought that was the '97 Great American Bash after he beat Goldberg. I could, like I said, I could be completely wrong, but I, I thought it was the '90. I can just Google it in a minute and find out. We can. Uh, the number two is Razor Ramon versus Shawn Michaels at SummerSlam 95 in um, the rematch ladder match from WrestleMania 10. Is that when they had two belts? No, they had, no, no, they had the two. The, that was two belts at WrestleMania. They had the first. Uh, this is the first ever ladder match that they used two ladders in, which he also talks about uh-huh. on the photo shoot episode. Um, and it's no one had ever done yeah. that before where they used two ladders. I, yeah, no, I actually like the first ones. They're like, we literally had one ladder in the whole place. Mm-hmm. So if the ladder got screwed up, we didn't know what we were supposed to do. <laughs> right. And so they, on each other's shoulders. they were able to kind of implement both of that. And at that time, because of the, the match at WrestleMania 10, they were both super huge baby faces, <laughs> even though Shawn Michaels was kind of supposed to be a heel or like Razor Ramon was supposed to be. I don't know. They were both doing heel Shawn shit. Ma- Shawn Michaels was one of those guys, too, that was always supposed to be a douchebag heel, but just mm-hmm. everybody liked him. So at the end of that match, um, Shawn Michaels is supposed to win it. And he climbs all the way to the top of the ladder, and he wanted to do the same thing that Scott Hall did at WrestleMania, which was grab the belts and fall off the top of the ladder all dramatic-like. Well, for whatever reason, they had changed. The, they had, had a brand-new Intercontinental title belt up there, mm-hmm. and it wasn't the other previous two they had been using. So the, the belt would not come unbuttoned. And when Sean grabbed it to fall off the ladder, it didn't come unbuttoned, and he and like he went down with the rope, and then it shot him up in the air and like slingshot him, and he let go of the belt and fell all the way back down to the mat. And then he gets up and throws a huge temper tantrum and starts fucking like slamming the one ladder around all over the place. I remember. Yeah. And Scott Hall, that's when he was like, "It was a good thing we had two <coughs> ladders that night because Sean destroyed the first one because he was so mad." And then Vince McMahon's like trying to be like, "Oh, Sean Michaels is." having some issues with the ladder he can't climb it and it's like sean just pissed off kicking the shit out of the ladder and you can see scott like kind of laying in the corner looking up with like a half-assed smile on his face and shit and then he gets the other ladder and sets it up and he goes up there and grabs a belt and falls off all dramatic and when it's like bungeed or whatever it, whatever the rat yeah whatever they had it on it was so he could hang off of it and pull it or whatever but yeah. when he fell, it didn't. The belt didn't well, come unbuckled. Well, that's it was that's, that's, that's back, belt. I was gonna say that's the, back when they actually used to have the. They used the buckles instead of the bullshit whatever, Velcro. Whatever the cord, so bad, whatever the cord was, they had it on. Must have had some slack in it. Because and I've seen the video when Shawn Michaels goes to fall off a ladder. It's on that photo shoot, he goes like Scott this, and then a, after he goes like this, he shoots back up into the air and then comes down yeah. real hard again. It was a brand new belt, and like when they first yeah. make them, they fucking yeah, those clasps are really yeah, it wouldn't come unsnapped. But the cord that the belt was actually hooked on, it up on it was like a couldn't get it up 
onto the fucking thing, and Shawn Michaels had to come over and snap it shut to even be on the fucking thing. And then whatever the wire was that that was attached to to the roof was kind of slacked, I guess, and it shot Shawn Michaels into the air and shit. And, I bet and the then bump fucking sucked. Man. Obviously, the greatest razor, the greatest well, razor Ramon slash. snapping him back when he thought he was going to take the belt with him, and it yeah. snaps him pray. Yeah, I'm bet, him for a whole world. I bet I'm going to piss me off too, but I mean, you know, Shawn Michaels was special enough to be able to spend half of a a match a match destroying a ladder and not get fired for it so <laughs> the rest of us would have probably got the boot the next day or that night you know but uh and then obviously the number one razor ramon slash scott hall match of all time is again Shawn michaels at wrestlemania 10 in the ladder uh 10 out of 10 him walking out under the ladder to start the match yeah perfect bad guy move. um and just from beginning to end it was a tremendous match and the crazy thing about that match and i don't mean to go back to it but on that E60 documentary, um, Scott Hall talked about that match. And he said the day before that match, him and Sean got together to talk about it and ended up sitting in the hotel room doing cocaine till 3 or 4 in the morning <laughs> to the point where they were both just laying on the bed. And he goes, we, he said he was so high, he's like, that you could, he, like, the only thing I could hear was my heart just pounding. And he goes, I just remember rolling over and looking at Sean and being like, Sean, you still alive? And he said, yeah, I'm still alive. And he was like, well, we better get to the match. And then they didn't sleep the whole entire night before that match and then went out there. And then after partying like that all night long, I had that epic of a match. And it's like... Wrestling's a wild lifestyle. And he was like, that's just us, At least though, back man. then it was. He was like, that's just how I rolled. I was like, <laughs> fuck, Scott. <laughs> and it's just like, for you to be able to do that and still perform at that high level and give people that good of a match to watch and stuff is just... His, uh, and what they did in that ladder match was innovative for the time. No one had done anything with mm -hmm. like in it. There had been ladder matches, but no one had done a ladder match like that where they implemented the ladder into the match and used it as a weapon and used it as a something to jump off of to drop an elbow or or you know. I feel like they should have a ladder match this year, at Mania, just to like a commemorative Scott Hall ladder match. <laughs> no, because what will happen is they'll have the Scott Hall Memorial Battle Royal Battle uh, Ladder Match, and then they'll have to get like a Chico on a pole. You already know KO would uh, volunteer to be in that ladder match. <laughs> they'd have to get the Chico on the pole. And then <laughs> Vince it'd be, Russo's not ready. It'd be him. a golden Chico, and they'd have to have it like they do the Andre the Giant thing every year. Who's going to get the golden Chico on a pole this year? Or they could do like WCW. I don't WCW. think Snickers will allow them to do that. They could, they could do like WCW <laughs> did, and they could do the um, – they had the, the match with WCW and Booker T where they had all the random boxes on the poles, <laughs> and Booker T opened the one box and pulled out and was a giant portrait of Scott Hall. Yeah, I saw that highlight. It was the, had the coal miner's glove in one, and then there was the WCW championship in one, and there was a slapjack in one, and then the other one. It was funny because, like, at the time, it was like rest WCW was ending, and everybody won Scott Hall back real bad, and it just wasn't happening. And Booker T fucking punches into this goddamn box, dude, and rips it off a pole. And everybody's like, what's in the box? And he, like, <laughs> Jeff Jarrett's all laid out on the mat, and he pulls it out and shit. And they're like, oh, look who it is. And it's a picture of Scott Hall. And Booker T gets around, and he like shows it around to the crowd and shit, and all pretty. And then he takes it and bashes uh, Jeff Jarrett over the head with it, and it explodes on his head. It was a really cool spot. <laughs> it was goofy. Prime Spe WCW. Yeah, oh yeah. Speaking of spot, I'm gonna put you all on the spot right now. Top Scott Hall Razor Ramon moment. Like kind of high spots in your high spot of the week, but it's gonna be for Scott Hall. I would say in the streak, man. I say you gave up yours a minute ago. Damn, in the streak, didn't you? Hmm. Uh, I think his run as Razor Ramon after WrestleMania 10 until he left WWF is like my favorite, like Scott Hall slash Razor Ramon era time moments, I guess. <laughs> and anything he did in WCW was cool um, because they let him do whatever he wanted to do. 
but like I can't think of one match in general or one moment. But that whole area, because like I said, from that ladder match with Shawn Michaels all the way till he went to WCW, he was having, he was one of the top guys in WWF and was like having like some of the best fucking matches I've ever watched in my life. And then he left. That was sad. I didn't call him a sellout like a lot of people did though. I was just sad. <laughs> I think a lot of, uh, all the way from first walking into WCW, walking in that middle of that match, who's the third man, and then a lot of the early NWO stuff. Is probably my favorite Scott Hall, but like one perfect moment. Who's the third man? I mean, I, everyone be like it's Hogan, but it's not all because of him. He came in there first. Mm-hmm. He revolutionized the game. He broke wrestling again. <laughs> uh, we already talked about mine. It was on the top ten list. It's actually Bret Hart and Razor Ramon. So not that Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah, it's a really good match. Yeah, because it's uh, two of my favorites. I say Bret Hart does that sometimes, like X Pac. He's one of my top guys. My favorite match all the time with him is fucking the one he had with Bret Hart on Monday. Bret Hart could put anyone Brett, over to Bret Hart's 1C. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's so hard to be like, oh, my top five, and you got 15 of them because right. they each have three in them. <laughs> I Bret Hart was just kind of a kingmaker. Well, no, I got A, B, and C. It goes down the list. Uh, also, uh, Ted DiBiase's last wrestling professional wrestle- wrestling match ever was against Scott Hall. Just really? throwing that out there. He tweeted that out. His last match ever was on a Monday Night Raw in WWF before he went to WCW, and it was against Razor Ramon. That's then, true. He really didn't ever wrestle. And then his, and then his very, and then his very first match in WWF was against uh, Carmella's dad. Uh, was it? Is it Paul Vandell or whatever? What? Yeah. Razor Ramon's very first match in WWF was against Carmella's dad. That's yeah, I read that the other day too. I didn't know Carmella I didn't know. was a second generation. That's what uh, I was her saying. dad was a straight Jay Brown. <laughs> Straight up. Oh, he was. He dope. was a dude who got brought in just to lose matches to a bigger guy. He was like time. a local guy. That yes, what you would now today call enhancement talent. Yeah. Back in the day, he was <laughs> what a, Jeff a, and Jeff Hardy was when he first came in. Yeah, Matt. he just brought him in just to lose the guys all yep. the time. He was a worker, but never yeah. was ever going to get. So over. he'd be on NXT level up. <laughs> Maybe. I don't even think he'd be there. He'd be the guy showing up. I'm from Cleveland. Brock Lesnar destroying. Damn, you Kurt know, five between WWE, WCW, yeah. and TNA, Kevin Nash has had 21 championships. <laughs> just about <laughs> like Ric Flair. Rick Flair. Tag team or? Right, all we'll, t- uh, just all together, all belts I was going to say, don't the Dudleys have the most? Then if you count tag teams, you can just say titles. Yeah, they have 22 tag team championships. Oh, well, I mean, and then I think there's other titles He's in there, WCW too. champ five times. That makes sense, because he could say, I want to be champion this week. <laughs> Hogan tossing the belt. All right, we're gonna say uh, rest in peace, bad guy. Clint, you got a uh, rumor roll up for us this week? Uh, no, I really didn't have too much uh, because I did so much shit before the Scott Hall stuff. The rumor roll up. Um, as far as rumors goes, though, I do know off the top of my head, supposedly, <coughs> Cody, supposedly Cody Rhodes is signed with WWE, but no one's yet to see him yet. Um, I guess the plans for the last two weeks, if they keep nixing plans to bring him out or show him at WrestleMania, whatever, I think personally he's going to show up at WrestleMania just like the Hardy Boys did, and they're just going to try to get a huge pop out of the crowd. And it's either going to be, which I was talking to Mark about earlier, um, wh- what I think would be a, a weird concept for them to do, and it would also help. Um, is if you know him and Kevin Owens are buddies, or him and yeah, him and Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens are buddies. 
So if they were to have them be in a tag team match and have Stone Cold Steve Austin come out and him get about halfway to the ring, stop and look back and Cody Rhodes' music hits and he comes out and it's a tag team match with Steve Austin and Cody Rhodes against Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens. It helps Stone Cold uh, not have that's to. That's crazy. Helps Stone it, it Cold not ha- st- helps Stone Cold not have to get in the ring and do a bunch of shit. You and then it can also get Cody right. Right. Then it can also get Cody over to he said, to. He said Cody. I could see. AEW. I could see him coming in and only taking the stunner and shit. So and my thing's WWE getting set. Completely like I can see it being super lazy WWE writing to do that. That's <laughs> where. I, that's why I think it could. But, that could be what happens. But on the Hardys thing, everyone knows the Hardy Boys theme song. So when that. Like that dun, song dropped, everybody popped. Uh, I was there. I, I mean, it was insane. You heard that music; the crowd lit up. What are they going to pop for? I would. I, I would bet you almost a dollar bill that they will somehow get the music he used in AEW, so people will know who it is when he comes out. They let Mickey James use her Impact music. I, mean, I guarantee you, Vince. It, I don't know. Cody Rhodes might own that. I don't. Music. Know, I really don't know either. T- but. T- TK, TK might want the payday, so he might give it. Um, to I mean, it, TK could also see it as it's good for me too. It's smart, just. Have your product crossover. Maybe. I mean, we all could which still I, be getting lied to about which it. I seen well. a, yeah, it's Dave Meltzer. So. I've seen a quote already from a Dutch Mantel who uh, said, Cody Rhodes signing with WWE is bad for his career. It's like, shows up, you get the huge pop. Week one or two, everybody's excited about Cody. Week four, yeah, okay, he's back. Week six, he's just another guy who gives a shit. Well, it's on the backside of Mania. Backside of Mania is only good for like two I months, and then it drops and just all beats the, way the bricks down. off Roman Reigns. That would be cool, but I don't think people would buy it. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be the it'd be so weird being ever be like, why Stardust beating up Roman Reigns? You do realize right after he's from space. Right after WrestleMania, we're going straight into a Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns program, and it's going to end at well, hell in a cell. It's a it's a fart. Rich, um, but, but who cares? Uh, like it's the mid, in be- it's the mid up to SummerSlam. It just like the Raw after Mania is going to be cool. The Raw after or SmackDown after Mania, and then there will be like a short program to Fake. backlash, and then it's Fake. all right. I mean, SummerSlam. I know there's always, months. I know there's always subject to change on the cards or whatever, but they're already promoting a show for a Saturday night special in Champaign, Illinois. That's Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre for the championship, and then the very next night. In Chicago, right up the road, an hour is fucking, or hour and a half from Champagne. Yeah, I know. But uh, it's going to be Roman defending the world title against somebody. I think I saw something like that when I saw him in Peoria years ago. They had basically the title match for the Money in the Bank that was the next night in St. Louis. And then they already, they're already, also on the same card, it's already Becky versus Bianca for the Raw Championship. So right. well, that's like a. If Cody does show up <laughs> at WrestleMania, I, I could see them flashing a giant graphic that'll say like "American Nightmare" on it or some shit, so that way people will know it's him before the yeah. music hits, just in case they use his WWE music and nobody remembers it. Mm-hmm. Or he's um, coming out of Stardust. I would fucking <laughs> um, be awesome. But I, I, I would love it. I, I imagine it'll be against. I bet if anything, Seth Rollins comes out, opens an ocean, open challenge, and he shows That's up what, to, to answer it. But it, and like I said, if they wanted to help like Stone Cold have a match and not get injured and not have to do too much work, they could throw that in a tag team match yeah, and just say, "Here's a mecha match. We'll give I've you it all, all at once." And it helps Steve Austin. Can he can beat up two guys kind of, and Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens, and then he can not have to get. 
too well, much I've seen work to get injured. The maybe I don't know. Card has the finish of night one is the KO Stone Cold angle, and then they're saying Cody that, debuts on oh, night two. I thought the main event for night one was supposed to be Charlotte and Ronda. That's what I was. I thought they were leading, like having a female main event the night one, and then Roman's night two. But I saw like they're wanting to end with uh, Stone Cold. I'm like, I mean, it's good pop for the end of the night, but the crowd, I don't know. But uh, big rumors going around that Joey Janelle is hurting people. All over the place. Yeah, uh, Joey Janelle has always hurt people. He hurt X Pac and his comeback match, so now he's out for like six months. Um, <laughs> his, his, uh, he hurt Eddie Kingston. He was the dude who caused an orbital his fracture. Ma- his last like televised match that he had on AEW against Hangman, he threw like three. Uh, he threw like three potatoes and fucking busted. Hangman he broke Eddie Kingston's orbital bone. It was an accident on Hangman because he had a knee brace that caught Hangman in the head or something. He hit him like three different times with the goddamn Hangman thing. Hangman tweeted that he was fine. He busted him open when he wasn't well, even supposed to. Well, that was the knee brace. It had like a exposed thing on it that caught Hangman. Uh, like, but Hangman every, bleeds in every match for fun. Like every match true. you watch with Joey Janela, he hurt somebody. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying he didn't, but Hangman came out and said his was all. Jelly Nutella. Yeah. I was and, never impressed with him. Uh, Brian Cage is pitching ideas for his AEW comeback. So far, no word back from AEW. <laughs> Actually, I saw something about Brian Cage where... They already have like two or three programs set up for him, so that's we'll see what like happens Brian with Cage. that. He he's a little weak on the mic. He needs a mouthpiece. Wasn't he just on that control your narrative? No, that's EC three. I think oh. thinking of um, another I'm one is supposedly <laughs> um, AEW's trying to contract Bret Hart for FT to be FTR's manager. That would be whether dope. that happens or not, I yeah, don't I know. But that kind of came out and cut a promo talking about the best. Dax and Cash and saved his life at the. Hall of Fame thing and knocked the dude out. It would, it would make sense. Figuring oh, I about forgot to, about that. Yeah, they were the ones who walked up to the dude and I don't remember if it was Dax or Cash, but knocked him right out. I think it was you know, the Wheeler, Cash Wheeler. It was Cash. It was the one with, with hair. With the Owen Hart Cup should coming yeah. soon if Bret Hart shows up. Yeah, show. that's what I was about to say. Yeah, you got the, the Owen Hart Cup. cup. Yeah. It would put a little more... I don't know. I think it takes away from that because now you're showing Brett, showcasing Brett where it takes away from the brother Owen myself. Did you but. see they got a is it DDT they signed with? They yeah. can get those Japanese wrestlers over yeah. now, so I could see them being in the Owen Cup too. Um, and if his wife's gonna, if Owen's Which, wife, if Owen's wife's gonna have anything to do with it, I don't know that her and Bret Hart have too much to still do with each other. So I wouldn't be surprised if they, if Bret Hart does show up, that they kind of keep him away from the Owen Hart Cup stuff, especially if that's gonna be Martha's thing, because she's supposed to be the one who shows up, presents it, and does all the yeah, stuff for she's, it. Yeah, uh, Warrior Award style. She's approved uh, it, and it's basically despite WWE uh, at this uh, point, and they're giving a ton of money. And to maybe her and Brett are good now, but last I knew, like Brett Hart was one of them people. Was like, you should probably just take this money, so WWE fucking will leave you alone. Because he wants to go on, let it get buried. He wants to go in the Hall of Fame again, you know. So <laughs> he wants to go. With the I don't know though. We'll see. You know, he can go with the uh, time heals wounds. Sometimes well, time heals wounds. Well, the bad part is if you put is the heart, yeah, foundation. If you put if you put the heart foundation in it, it's just Brett now because everybody else is gone. Yeah. Sadly, yeah. yeah. Uh, supposedly on September 3rd, WWE is going to do an event in the United Kingdom, a pay-per-view event in the United Kingdom. Yeah, they've also talked about AEW doing one, too, figuring... AEW, uh, I've heard, weird over there. But, yeah, I've seen they're trying since, to do something. Since they own a soccer team <coughs> over there. But, like, 
people were talking about it on Reddit. It's just on at a really weird time in the UK because they don't have a regular TV spot to put it. And then like the only way to watch it at a normal time is like a day later. So it's hard. It's already spoiled everything. CM Punk fans don't look forward to seeing him for the next few weeks because he is right now filming the second season heels. of Heels. So he ain't going to be around for a quick hot minute. So oh, Ricky Rabies. It'll give him a give everyone time for Adam Cole to have a little mini program. In Man, that shit. Come back and be that Ricky Rabies show is one of the best. I mean, that show, the whole show was good, but that Ricky Spe- Rabies shit was fucking he, great. Especially dude. when he debuts and he's on the toilet talking, taking a shit. Well, that, <laughs> when they come out to the ring, he's got like his little weird son or whatever flying that fucking, uh, it's like a, it, I don't it, know if it's a ferret or a possum or yeah, what it on, is. on the drone. And comes out and uh, spits blood right in dude's face immediately. It's, oh, dude, it's, it's good shit. Sounds like I need to watch this. Have you not seen Heels yet? No, I kept dragging oh, my feet. Bro, I was like, I'm going to wait till the whole season's out, and I forgot it existed. And it the same thing. thing. It's the shit, man. It, You'll really like it's it It's really a lot. good. You'll like it a lot. I'll sign up for stars later. Um, <laughs> Get, just do your free week, and then you can watch that's it what I was quick waiting and for. cancel it. Brock Lesnar really got cut open by the bloodline on accident at the at, hard the, at the, um, the the show they did here at, recently. At Madison Square Garden. Um, I saw that everybody was like, oh, he bladed, but I guess and he got busted open in real life on accident. It wasn't supposed to happen. What, but it, then they were they, like, they well, showed, Brock can still do they it. Showed, they showed like the whole video on mm-hmm. Raw and SmackDown two or three times already, and there's no time for him to blade. They literally like fuck him up and then drop him on the stairs. <laughs> uh, there's finally a report on the AEW video game. Um, wrestlers are working with developers currently on a story mode, and Kenny Omega understands how important a great first release could be and is determined to make sure the game is a success. Well, that have you played WWE 2K22 yet? I, I won't. No, the motherfucker crashes everything you try to do. I've no, I haven't fine. cared for their controls for their system since like SmackDown. Versus oh no, Raw this number one. This uh, it's changed. Yeah, this one that. has changed. It's like circle to grapple, and then it's going back to like up and X, up and square, down and square, mm-hmm. up and X. Yeah. You're going to like back to where what it was no mercy and so, shit like that. Yeah. You're saying it's going to go back to EA's control soon. So well, they're trying to. I have. I have the game. They're trying to steal. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that you're telling me not to buy it at this point. Not right now. Not until they put another <laughs> patch or two out. It sounds like they like like I have. I've downloaded the superstars I want from mm-hmm. AEW and Impact and all that. Like I have the title belts. Mm-hmm. Every time I go to try to get a show, the game will crash. If I go to Universe mode and just to try to try it out, the game crashes. You try to use a lot of those downloads. The fucking game crashes. I could play my GM and I could play my Rise right now, and that's all I can play. Yep. I am the NXT champion on my Rise, though. I'm, I'm very proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> About to go to SmackDown, probably. Uh, you, you're a- gonna get jobbed out. For AEW's Double or Nothing pay per view is not sold out man. yet, and this time last year it was sold out. Yeah, but I've already seen that this year's Double or Nothing already has yeah. the highest gate for anything outside WWE. Yep. And also rumors of Batista going into the Hall of Fame. You're gonna have to change your name on the game when you debut on SmackDown. I thought, yeah, probably they'll probably call, start calling me Butch. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how people feel about Batista going to the Hall of Fame at this I'm, point. Uh, I don't. He was supposed I, to go in. I thought he was the headline. Yeah, 2020 it got canceled because of COVID, and then he. Found I'm out. fine with him going in. He deserves it, but I mean, it's kind of overshadowed really bad. They did this year. 2020 and 2021 in 2021. Yeah, and he just did, like, oh man. yeah, he had a movie he was doing because he's really famous now. That, that's also why they want him to headline. He's doing really well. Hey, hey, hey. That's enough of that shit. I mean, he got that Disney oh. money. Dude. <laughs> Drax the Destroyer is hilarious. 
Uh, but he's not supposed to be funny. I didn't like him in the second Guardians. And, and the bad weird. thing about it is, like now, like the, the the comic books and all that should have like rewrote Drax to be more like the Batista character, and it's just this big dumb idiot. And like that's oh, he was actual, supposed to be on the level of Thanos power wise, right? And the actual thing with Drax is he doesn't have he doesn't feel pain, he doesn't laugh, like he doesn't that part of it. You don't have his alien whatever doesn't have that part of the brain, so they right. don't understand jokes. You know, there's none of that, and he's always. Saying like joke, I don't know, man. They completely flip well, the character. Jokes different. are very like. And that's why, but like, not if, him telling a joke. It's just him being socially awkward. And even Batista said at first he was like <laughs> kind of mad about it because he thought he was like a fucking joke on. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, "No, dude, you're fucking awesome. You're like the best part of the movie." And Guardians of the Galaxy Two, I would say he is one of the better parts of it, and he's one of the like the Avengers uh, when they pick up Thor in the beginning and shit. Mm-hmm. No, this is a man, <laughs> and you are a dude. I mean, his other career stuff, like. Was it my spy and stuff like that? Was pretty yeah, entertaining. Was, like he's been a good big man. James and Bond. I, I think he's okay in the going in the Hall of Fame, but I think he should do it next year or something, where he's not overshadowed by Taker, Vader, Sid Vicious. Sid announced, yeah. I mean, it's gonna happen. Yeah, <coughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure they already announced him. They also announced what Shamil. Yeah, that Shemiel. one I don't understand. I <laughs> there's so many better she women wrestlers they could have put in there. What? She was a nitro girl. That's probably where she met. She's also Booker okay. T's wife. Uh, so right. That's probably why she's going in right there. I mean, the, all the <coughs> stuff I saw for her she was, was part the of the queen. Ki- she was part of the queen Booker. Shit. <laughs> that's the only stuff I've ever seen of her. Like, she was a nitro girl. Why are we? So see- wasn't oh. Kim Page. <laughs> why did we just see she, she Chris Jericho with too. a bass? Oh, this switch over to Chris Jericho oh. documentary. Okay. I'm like, what does this have to do with the click? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was in the click one a little bit. <coughs> well, you alright bro or what I'm dying. he's dying he's been dying for a week now it's spring <coughs> alright moving on we'll go into the Indie Mud Show report and now the Indie Mud Show report GCW, don't really have anything for them this week. Uh, you got the Crockett Cup coming up today for NWA. Uh, you got Matt Cordona defending his uh, NWA championship against Nick Aldis. Uh, going on to New Japan uh, just this week <coughs> for the uh, Windy City show. You have John Moxley taking on Will Ospreay. That's probably going to be an awesome match. It is, and they actually opened up more tickets to the show. I plan on going, but I'm, well, I'm debating on how I'm going to watch it because I don't. Uh, uh, it's on Fight TV for like twenty bucks, I think. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> He'll they, be on Reddit for free later, <laughs> or you can just go to Wrestle TV or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you got the uh, best of the Super J was announced this week. It starts May fifteenth. Uh, the United States Champ Sonata suffered a orbital fracture, so he's going to be out. For at least a month or two. Uh, Killer Cross is going to take on Minoru Suzuki at the Lone Star Shootout event. And then uh, we're down to the final eight for the New Japan Cup. You have Okada, Sima, Naito, Jeff Cobb, Zack Sabre Jr., Will Ospreay, Shingo, and uh, <coughs> Takahashi left. So we'll see who uh, gets the title shot at Dominion in June. There's some good guys left in there. I recognize a lot of their names. Well, you got the world champion, Knight. Well, yeah, that's what I was Okada. saying. Like, and then uh, Osprey and Sabre Jr. 
You also got Shingo, who was the former champ after that. You also got Naito, who's a former mm-hmm. champ. So, I mean, Sima and Takahashi are like the two wild cards. That's, that's, yeah. Doing, I don't hear of them. Doing a little like back search over here, some history and shit, when we were talking about the finger poke of doom and all that. So, in 1999, Kevin Nash won the title again from Diamond Dallas Page and then went on the Tonight Show very next night and challenged Bret Hart to a $250,000 world championship <laughs> match. And then Owen Hart died 24 hours later or whatever. No, not 24 hours later, the very next weekend. So, uh, Bret's, uh, when that happened, it, like Bret took off and left. Ended the whole entire feud and the whole run they had with Kevin Nash as the world champion. So basically, he just kind of turned around and lost the belt like like a month later or whatever after that to Sid Vicious. Kind of mm-hmm. crazy. that There might have been a neat little feud between Nash and Bret Hart that could have took place that probably would have had people buy a pay-per-view or two, you know, or at least one. And it didn't happen because Owen Hart passed away. I remember being on the bus for a field trip when I found out about that. That was a science club trip, I think. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> i mean i was sitting up in my room watching tv and my mom started hollering at me to come downstairs and shit and i come downstairs and she's like one of them pro wrestlers died and i was like which one i was looking at it said owen hart and i was like and it wasn't like it was still daylight out when the news story broke because it was yeah, like at a pay-per-view was on, and it was almost. earlier in the night earlier in the day during the pay-per-view when well, it happened it was like I, seven I, o'clock I was, a little after seven i was watching the pay-per-view and they like cut the pay-per-view feed for a couple minutes and then they come back with jr and he's like we uh regret to inform you that owen hart has passed away on the way to the hospital they they actually if you watch the vice show they actually killed him in the ring because he had tore his aorta and they didn't know it so when they were trying to pump air into his lungs they were were pumping the blood blood. back into his lungs and they filled his lungs up with fluid and kind of killed him on those were the days when i found out what happened on pay-per-views in class yeah (laughs) So it was on the it was on the radio. I'm one of on those the news. I'm, I'm one of those uh, the next days. So I'm one of those snooty Petersburg kids. Remember, I, I <laughs> you could afford. I, I paid the I paid for the paper. Oh, so. my parents were hardcore. No, that shit was yeah. so sad to me, man. That's why Nickelodeon's his favorite too. I remember just being like, "Fuck." Instead of Fox Kids. Yeah, I spent the morning watching Power good. Rangers <laughs> with <laughs> Cohen. I thought it was a stunt at first when they first started talking about that shit, and I was like, "It's just a stunt. It's got to be right." Yeah, and then it was like, "No, no, 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 no!" Like he fell to his death, and then that's what the ra- the 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 news. That's what they were saying at first. It seemed like an apparent stunt went wrong, and it was like like they were trying to make it sound like he was legit trying to fly to the ring because he was the blue blazer and like at died, that point. not like he was actually hooked up to a cable and like it came apart and he fell. Like they were like, "Oh, he tried to fly to the ring tonight and hit the side of the ring and died," and it's like. Nobody tries to fly to the fucking ring. Like something else had to have gone on. Like <laughs> the store, the news totally didn't have all the facts, which is usually the case when they report on something. But either way, sad day in wrestling. Sad days right now. It's been a sad week. Sad month for me, man. I hate March. Yeah. Right, Impact Wrestling. Uh, pretty much the only things that really much happened. You had the Bullet Club taking on the returning Motor City Machine Guns. Which was a botched finish. The referee only counted to two, and somehow Motor City Machine Guns won. <coughs> uh, and then you had Deanna Perazzo open a open challenge, like she has been doing for the Imp- or not Impact uh, ROH Championship and her AAA Championship. Which this time was a triple threat. You had Giselle Shaw and Lady Frost show up, which I'm pretty sure. Frost or not Frost? Shaw took the loss, so it's going to build towards 
Hearn Frost at uh, Rebellion. Moving on to NXT 2.0. Got a qualifier for the ladder match for the North American Championship. You actually had two of them. Uh, you had Santos Escobar and Cameron Grimes in the first one. Escobar won. <coughs> uh, A-Kid from NXT UK made his debut. Ends up winning. He's in now in the ladder match. Or wait, no. He goes into a match next week against Grayson Waller. The winner of that goes into the ladder match. Uh, Champa cuts a promo where he doesn't know what his future holds because he's probably going main roster. Tony D'Angelo shows up, challenges him for stand and deliver. Uh, you had Court J doing sketchy shit because uh, Toxic Attraction hurt Raquel Gonzalez in their tag match the week before. She stole all their championship belts and used them as bait to trap them or whatever. Like uh, Gigi Dolan got trapped in a fucking dumpster. Uh, JC Jane got trapped inside a cage. And then uh, she tried to catch Mandy Rose. But Mandy Rose was smarter than her, and then they all beat the shit out of her. Mandy Rose in the, was in the backseat of her own car. Yeah. That made sense. It made a lot of sense. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> but at uh, Stand and Deliver, it's Cora Jade taking on Mandy Rose for the NXT Championship. I was riding the backseat of my own car. Yeah. yeah. You like being chauffeured around? Yeah. That makes sense. I think I've ever owned the backseat of my car one time. Once. Strat, strat. I don't ever think I've sat in the backseat. In the whole five car. years of owned that Striving, car. Driving Mr. Clovis. <laughs> One time. Yeah. Uh, the Mysterios sh- showed up on NXT this week. Yeah. And then uh, you had LA Knight taking on the n- new NXT world champion, Dolph Ziggler. Which, I mean, it's just building up to a rematch. Br- Braun Breaker, Dolph Ziggler at uh, Stand and Deliver. Do you think they'll put a Braun over Dolph so he can be a two-time champ? And then he'll put over someone who's on the main roster. <coughs> Fuck, I don't know. Might give him a little uh, credibility for the dumb show name. Just Stand and Deliver is such a stupid name. Every time <laughs> you say it, I'm like, That's so dumb. At least it's only one night instead of night one and night two like last year. But it's also at 12 in the afternoon right before Mania. like <laughs> In a different arena in the same town. Yeah, that would be hell to go. They're probably, if you bought like Travel Pack, you got a bus between the two at least. But that would be such a long day. <laughs> so bad. Huh? Well, that's all we got for the Indie Mo Show report this week. So it's time to uh, move on to our main course because we still haven't had Dick do cream of the crop yet. <laughs> so uh, we will be right back after this. I, I don't know, man. Like the only thing I I really don't like about it is like you know clicking the link and and coming to where our show's at, and we can't even I don't, like it's not where. I listen to any of my podcasts at, so I don't know. I'm kind of over it by now. You mean going on Facebook and finding our uh, page every week? Yeah, yeah. It just pops up the little window or whatever, and you got to listen to it from there. Well, actually, all messed up. Actually, thanks to our host, Anchor FM, uh, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker, Castbox, Pocket Cast, Good Pods, Radio Public. We'll soon be on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and of course, you can find us on Spotify. You both didn't already know that? Jeez, you're idiots. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Everybody, welcome back to the uh, main course. It's where we talk about WWE, AEW, this even, week in wrestling. Even though I still argue that the WWE doesn't belong in no main course. Not yeah, anymore. we could put that in Indie Mud Show at this point. Indie. 
Well, if I mean, that's where a, NXT 2.0 goes. If they weren't a billion-dollar company, they surely would not I was gonna be. I say, NXT course. used to be better than them by far, so... Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna start talking about. Uh, but they got a peacock deal, so the, be- the best show WWE put on this week. I was actually at a live event last night in Springfield. <laughs> All their live events are better. It was than uh, the TV live events are fun. The road to WrestleMania. Uh, the card. I mean, we got it was pretty solid. We got uh, Seth Rollins KO against Alpha Academy and the Street Profits. Uh, we had a singles match. Liv Morgan against Dewdrop. Then we got a live version of Miz TV with a special guest, Double J, Jeff Jarrett, <laughs> talking about the brand new Springfield Lucky Horseshoes. Did I think he put Clint's, over the real horseshoe? No. That we care about? No. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. I think Clint's die, dying over there. Oh, I uh, caught it. I was watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I had a throat issue. Yep. Which uh, got into an argument with the crowd about who had the better uh, skull-crushing finale. Was it the stroke or the uh, skull-crushing finale? Which, I mean, the crowd's consensus was the stroke. And then we got a shitty match where Dominic came out to wrestle for Jeff Jarrett. It's because Dominic shouldn't be on TV. He should be in (laughs) NXT where he was this last week. No, he should have been in a wrestling ring at like 12. So he'd be good enough to be on TV at the ages (laughs) that. Like Eddie and Ray and all the other young luchadors. Well, he was in the ring at like 8. When his dad got custody or lost custody, yeah, yeah. I'm your papi. I think he got pampered too long. They should have had him out in a ring in the backyard, having him roll around, do a lot of stuff at a younger age. Uh, we got a United States Championship match: Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Uh, They're both good wrestlers. Match is good match. Ended in DQ. Priest hit WWE. Priest hit uh, Balor with a chair, and then. Uh, we had a match, uh, R-Truth against Omos, which uh, <laughs> R-Truth did his comedy bullshit. And he's like, no, I didn't sign up for this. They didn't tell me I was wrestling him. He's like, he looks at him. He goes, Omos, I got to tell you something. We shouldn't be wrestling. Family doesn't wrestle each other. And he's like, I got to tell you something. He's like, Omos, I'm your poppy. I was on tour in like Nigeria. How old are you? Like 20 years ago. <laughs> which, I mean, it was a quick squash match, but uh, it was funny. He's made his living off being. And then we had him. He's really too old to be having big. And then we had uh, probably yeah. probably the best match of the night. You had Austin Theory taking on AJ Styles. And then the main event closed out with Rhea Ripley taking on B- or Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's Championship. Which I mean, the titles don't change at house shows anymore, oh, so we yeah. know the we know the results. It ruins the ending right there. Well, close to WrestleMania, they're not going to change the title unless somebody's going to get fired or they're seriously injured anyway. So, but I mean, it was a good house show. It was, it was worth the money and the time. Other than I had to wait in a line for like forty minutes to get a goddamn beer. <laughs> was not happy about it. Wouldn't recommend. Not doing it again. Anytime that the kids wanted anything else, I wasn't going to go wait in line. I'm like, there's a liquor line that's even shorter that I can go stand in to get shit there. So I'm going there. Father of the year. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just got to go right to the front. Yeah, I didn't pull the dick. I could have. <laughs> actually, actually wanted to. The, the line was huge, and then it splits into two at one part, and nobody was paying attention to the split. She's like, just go walk up to the fucking Dude. split. Nobody's paying attention. <laughs> right. People did. The rumble, I caught him. I was like, you dick. sly motherfucker. That, that was dick the whole night. Well, I, we didn't see each other because I didn't have service, so I couldn't reach out. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, the people. Well, besides Chris, none of the people that I knew that were down there. We uh, got in there. 
Well, let's go. Your battery sucks. <laughs> you guys could have parked at my Airbnb that was four blocks away. Oh, man. Yeah. Shit, that would have been better than riding that train going through all that bullshit. Yeah, we, I walked back, took like less than 10 minutes to get back. We kept having to yell at him, no, don't go left. <laughs> <laughs> it's like straight for four blocks. Then we're going to right. stay on the sidewalk and shit. I want to walk on the road with everybody else. <laughs> it is fun to walk in the road with that group just <laughs> until somebody angrily drives through everyone and starts mowing people. And you get a free direction. lawsuit, man. If you live. <laughs> well, my family has free money. All right, move, moving on. We'll talk about what actually happened on Raw. Uh, I mean, there's like two or three things, maybe. That show's still on. Yeah, I think so. I think Vince still pays for that or gets paid for that time slot. Like I was telling you earlier, I was pissed I stayed up for the whole episode. Why? Because <laughs> Cody didn't show up? Yeah, basically. They the only made, reason I was watching, I'm like, they're going to do something. They made everyone think they were going to do something. I mean, the Kevin Owens-Seth match was fine. It's pretty it was smart on the their part because the people night. finally tuned into Raw. That's because Seth and KO are probably the best two on Raw. Yeah, I mean, Randy and well, yeah. Riddle are fine, but like. It's AJ Styles is great, but he's not doing anything. He's supposed to be with Edge. Edge. Edge's promo was Ed, weird. We were all talking about it. Ed, Edge's fucking well, shit's fucking. Well, yeah, he he turned he turned heel wrong. because of all of us. They couldn't have two faces versus each other at Mania because they're worried about one face getting cheered over the other face and ruining momentum. Yeah, but they're doing a lackadaisical way of putting Edge, Edge into a fucking heel spot by, oh, it's God, it's fans, <laughs> it's fans' fault because I want to be evil and hardcore and you won't let me because you like me so much. Fuck you all. And and I got to have a black light a and a black suit word. and like fucking <laughs> light brown shoes like Aleister Black and shit. I'm going to steal his whole gimmick with mine. So, it's and also then, our reason that uh, Randy Orton hurt him and all that other bullshit. Self-concerto. Well, by yeah. the way, Christian's doing better than I am. How dare Christian? Even though he's just hanging out with Jurassic Express. <laughs> Fuck that. Christian had a way better comeback than Edge ever had. Thought about having. World title. Uh, the Rumble debut title. was good. His whole year was way better than Edge's first whole I think year. the debut for Edge was better because it was out of nowhere at the Rumble. But then it was like Christian got the, like, we have a Hall of Fame talent signing. And he walks out and everyone's like, oh. Outwork everybody. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, he's done. <laughs> like, but his Edge. wrestling has been far better. Including Edge. Edge. Greatest wrestling match ever with fucking Randy Orton? I don't think so. No. I'd put Kenny Omega <laughs> and Christian over the top of Reg and Edge and Randy Orton in that fucking greatest wrestling match of all Edge time. Edge got stuck. Yeah, I think his career should have been over then. Daniel Bryan and Edge at WrestleMania. Nah, he should have just took him. that money and went to AEW and did something different instead of <laughs> going to WWE and doing their lackadaisical writing shit. I would take ENC again all day. They come out in stupid sunglasses every week. I'm... <laughs> Sign me up. Well, you know, I think Hardy that they, Bellers. I think they kind of pushed that, and WWE goes. was like, "Nah, Christian's injury prone. We don't want him back." Yeah, so he was like, "Well, fuck it, I'll go to AEW then." If he would go be Sexton Hardcastle in AEW, <laughs> and he'd be Christian Cage, then we could get some form of it, which would be cool and fun. But I don't know if we'll ever get that. He might own his name. Might get a. You can get that. You can get the SCC. It'd still be just as cool if he came out as Adam Copeland. Yeah, Adam Copeland's well, not yeah, a bad That's dude. probably what it'd do, but, you know, Sex, Sex and Hardcastle's the dream, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's what he wants to be right now. That's the dream. No one likes me anymore. I'm not Edge. I'm Sexton. <laughs> that would be fucking hilarious, but it, it'd be like Triple H coming You'll back as terrorizing and shit. <laughs> Triple H had a heart attack and now he has a split personality, and when he gets angry, he turns into terrorizing. But this will be on commentary because he's like, real monsoon. Now. Half his face will be painted like fucking Mojo Rally and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who's writing this shit for Triple H? You think you think Vince is listening? He might hire us. He might. That might be why it's getting booked so bad because they've been listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, now 
we now have a triple threat match at uh, WrestleMania for the Raw Tag Team Championship. So we got Shush <laughs> taking on uh, the Street Profits who want the smoke and RK Bro, the good old Hey Randy. So got us a good old they had re- to re- retard match pretty much. <laughs> the problem with the Street Profits wanting the smoke is now they have the titles, right? No. Oh, they lost them. No, okay, RK Bro has them. No, but they just now they just shove the Street Profits in because they're like, well, we gotta do something with them. Because when they have the titles and they say they want the smoke, it don't make no sense. Because you already sounds like some Orange Cassidy bullshit. Well, we want the smoke means we want the fight. No, 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 that's not what it means. When they have the smoke, they already got the belts, so they got the smoke. That's what it means. Like that's the smoke is all the all the everything, and you've got the belts, so now you gotta come up with a new. I don't know if you gotta talk to Dante at Sixth Street. We want the smoke means bring on the fight. Because he always talks about how he wants to smoke. Yeah. <laughs> then he wants to go smoke normally. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> they might be talking about different I smokes they're at this talking point. About <laughs> I'm just saying, by the time they get the titles, that means they've gotten the smoke that they wanted. So now you got to come. Now you got to be like the Rock and come up with a new gimmick and quit putting me. Thinking way too hard about it. This is Orange Cassidy fucking you're di- comedy. No, this is the deepest bullshit. fucking you've dived into it. I would. WWE I match. would like for some people to come up with some new gimmicks, something new to say on the mic. Like you know how the Rock used to come up with some new shit almost every week. Like it's been. We want the smoke since NXT. Well, you found the smoke. You got the smoke. It's in a jar, or you fucking let it out of your lungs by now. What's next? How, the, much, how, much smoke, how, how much more smoke? How much more smoke can up, they find? Well, it's, it's, it's now on to the return of the smoke. It's time. It's tag team wrestling in WWE. They're gonna it, maybe they could. They want FTR for, to wear giant clocks. Maybe it's, they could look for a vaporizer. It's time to give know. Montez Ford a singles run. And, yeah, that's what I said. Maybe sure, they could find go a, for a, it. a vaporizer. Maybe a Carter too. Well, no, he's 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 Bianca's husband. You know what would help them right now? No one can be it, If they got a good manager like the Godfather, that would make that the fucking Street awesome. Profits the shit. I would like <laughs> the Street Profits finally. Because then I'd be like, that would be all the awesome. smoke that they need. He'd, he'd give them more smoke than they can handle. Yeah, fucking A. <laughs> and the other thing that happened. Uh, it was AEW that had done it by now. Right. You had Becky Lynch attack Bianca Belair for injuring or breaking her larynx. Yeah. At a house show, uh, Bianca hurt Becky, so now Becky's out to hurt Bianca. I just seen she was canceled off some meet and greet or something That's, in Chicago. Isn't that because she got her throat crushed or whatever? Yep. No, Bianca is not. Oh. I say Sasha got her voice well, box. Bianca Be- did something. Becky, Becky got her voice box or crushed. Not Sasha, Becky, yeah. She got her voice box crushed and was, got put out of a few shows for a minute. Yeah, she's take, they're taking time off for like. But she back now. Well, no, well, Bianca, Be- I think, is taking a little time off. Bianca's off. Oh. Bianca's, like Bianca's off. Becky's back. Yeah. Because Becky mm-hmm. defended her Raw championship last night against Rio. Sounds confusing to me. <sighs> They're just giving like a week off. It's too many Bs in one match. <laughs> that's that's two. And one of them is on, is good. <laughs> I mean, I like them both, but. I I like one of them. I think that the match is pretty clear cut that Bianca's going to win. That WrestleMania it's payback for yeah. SummerSlam. She that, I mean, squashed she her. She squashed her in like three seconds. It was bullshit she squashes her again. And too many people awesome. were upset uh, about she, it. And that would be a move they won't have she, the balls uh, to make. She only, <laughs> she only beat Rhea last night because she put her feet on the ropes. That would be totally cool though if she did squash her back in like three seconds, and then they had a rematch at SummerSlam again, and that was actual match match then. That would be something they but, can't think of. Nah, that'd be that'd be good booking on. Oh, that that'd be something new. Oh yeah. Clint would be hired by WWE by that point. 
I don't think I would be. I don't think I would do good as a writer in WWE <laughs> because I wouldn't be able to work with a team of motherfuckers. Or actually, you know, I think because normally they give you two or three people write stories for these guys, or they give you a storyline that two people are in, and you gotta figure out what to do, and then you have to get that past Vince McMahon also because once Vince gets it, he gonna do this. Nobody with could it. read your writing. He's gonna do this, and inter- I wouldn't read. I wouldn't want be shit wrote down. <laughs> they would give him a laptop. It's, he it's, would it's, type. It's all, all typed now anyway. <laughs> they might not be able to read my typing. Uh, but I would want to be the dude who does the finishes for the matches. I would be way better at finishing matches than than writing for a show. Oh, you wouldn't just do a disqualification no, every no, no. I could match? I could totally pack yeah, Patterson's small, matches. Small package. As many times as me and this man sat in a basement and played with wrestling toys, as many times <laughs> as I sat by myself and played with wrestling toys as a child and with other people. Bro, I could come up with the ending to some Sad really good like ending to some, years some old matches. I already, I've already got five years Fuck of storylines in my head. I ain't have a girlfriend at 15 anyway. <laughs> Had my wrestling action figures, god damn it. I was in Smitty's attic. So. That that would be dope to me to be the guy who like I'd love to be the Pat Patterson, the guy who might comes up with the finishes. I could do that. That would be so much fun for me. Those are valuable in wrestling. There's not a lot of good ones. No one can do it anymore is why. Or they just whoever's doing an eight roll up doing fine. Uh, we'll do you, have them get a DQ because no one really cares what finishes. No, and that's not what we're here for. Do you know who Bobby Ashley is and what a heel is? Bobby Ashley, yeah, I know who Bobby Ashley is. You know what a heel is? I know what a schmeal is. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right, moving on to SmackDown. You had a build between Brock and Roman. You had Brock uh, fuck up a SUV with a uh, forklift. I, I wouldn't even call that a forklift. That was, like, that was a lot bigger than a forklift. With a cowboy hat on. Well, yeah, it's cowboy he Brock. Basically, he or is he like trying to like steal fucking some, some, something from the AEW world champion? Is he, is he now fucking oh, that's Brock Lesnar doing cowboy shit? He's doing the cowboy shit? Brock oh, Lesnar yeah. comes nah. out and says cowboy shit. Well, no, they yeah. got to... Well, no, it'd be Canadian shit. He's from Minnesota. This guy well, was in But his ranch Canada. is in Saskatchewan. He's still an American. He well, come yeah, out but he lives up there. Canada like That's where he American. disappears to for nope. six to months. Until I see him time. come out with a maple yeah, leaf told, flag, and I haven't. I won't. He, he, told, him, he told him and Sammy they could do Canadian shit or whatever. I mean, in South Dakota's not far off fucking Canada anyway. I mean. There's a whole state <laughs> in between it, dude. It's called kinda. North Dakota. Kind of. It's only like two hours in It's distance. the same mentality. It's real small. <laughs> Yeah, they're the same. They're all north of us. And then you got then you got Brock ripping a truck door off its hinges and throwing Ralph it into the it throwing it into the ring. Uh, at least he didn't launch it into the crowd this time. Jericho personal security we, and Jericho holic. We now have another. <laughs> we, we now have another new tag team called uh, it's Gilbert. Called Live for Brutality. You got Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley, who are now added to a fatal four way tag match for the. It's actually a women's name. championship. He uses at least one of their names. <laughs> <laughs> so laughing, Jerk. At WrestleMania, you have uh, Naomi and Sasha taking on Live for Brutality. You got Natalia and Sean or Shayna Baszler taking on the champs of Queen Zelina and Carmella. <laughs> this shit was so good. It'll be a cluster essentially, right here. Jericho they're not even listening I know this is your shit <laughs> that's just not I'm watching out of the corner of my eye too I'm and like, then this you is got Jericho too then you had more Charlotte and Ronda build and Charlotte put Ronda through a table and that's how they went off air and she was all bleeding out of her mouth and shit Charlotte and Ronda put Pop me up. straight to sleep yeah I, I think Charlotte's super boring mainly because I don't want to watch I think the storyline just girls. sucks man everybody wants uh, Charlotte and, and fucking Becky man and Ronda's Ronda's comeback is sucked. Or not too. Charlotte and Becky, but, but Ronda. You, and I Becky. know what you mean. But yeah, because it should be Becky and Ronda, but they won't do that next year. What if Ronda doesn't want to wrestle next year? Right. No one's <laughs> going to get what they want. 
And she's well, not we, good either. She's come to expect that. WWE. <laughs> the WWE used to give you what you wanted in the nineties. Fuck uh, yeah, Vince listens to the fans, just not the ones on the shit. internet. But nowadays they're like, meh. Well, didn't they all have a segment a few years ago where they told us they were going to give us what we wanted? Yeah, because we're in charge. There's no authority anymore. Aww. You're the authority. Yeah, yeah that never happened. <sighs> no, Vince doesn't listen to the internet. He oh. said it. Yeah, did that's I only ten percent of the does, fans. Does Vince even know there is an internet? <laughs> like no. what the fuck is the internet he's still streaming those WWE bite things the uh-huh. they just like film them and they don't upload them because like, yeah. it's just a place to review movies and watch porn the claw machine at the grocery store tells you that there's do you go to the claw n- no amount to anything that you can win in the go, box do you go to the but claw? there totally is have you been to the claw machine down at Lister and Cheers in Petersburg yet to win that Xbox game yeah. no but listen you know how the claw machine at the grocery <laughs> store tells you there's no limit to anything you can win oh yeah like there's totally not a bag of money in there that you can win or gold bars or nothing like that and the WWE is kind fir- of the same way when they tell the people we're going to give you what we want the first, it's like a claw machine the first time I had to do a cigarette inventory there at like 5 o'clock in the morning I heard there's no limit to what you can win I'm like who the fuck is in the <laughs> store no I always look I always look like is there a bag of money in there now tell what you can win gold bars a key to the bank no no the bank also the bank has the key to the bank what's this shit you're telling me about an Xbox game and a claw machine because I could totally probably win it it's down at Los Rancheros the nice restaurant Destiny I don't give a fuck about On that Xbox game. I just want to see you go win On it. Xbox 3. <laughs> I've never ate. Well, I don't think I've ate there in a really long time. That's really good. I don't know how that claw is going to pick up that fucking narrow little fucking game. You would be surprised, my friend. All right. Well, let's. Well, let's. <laughs> I got some money in my wallet. We're going to go. <laughs> Show's over. I'll try. We're going it. to Petersburg. <laughs> I'll try any claw machine. I've won two. Uh, you know, Bartman. Yeah, I there was giant. We went to Indiana Beach, and they had giant claw machines with like as big as my arm span claw machines. So you could get like Peyton Manning football jerseys out of it. Fuck that. I went to the giant fucking Bartman's, and I went to get one, and I grabbed one, and when I grabbed one, I grabbed him by his hand, and as he lifted up, dude, he was holding hands with another one. I cl- so I clinched both of them. I got so two giant Bartman's. I gave one to the dog, and it got destroyed. But I think I still have one. It's either out in my storage, out in the garage, or in Leah's room someplace. <laughs> yeah, two giant Bartman's. Right, moving on to AEW this week. Uh, by the way, Supercard Honor. We're finally getting them oh, yeah, boys against FTR. Yeah, it's going to be great. Gonna well, that's because I can't. <laughs> Unless I, they get to April 1st and they go, ha ha, it was an April Fool's joke. Nobody's wrestling at all. I'm not, I can't, I'm not putting, I'm not putting ROH in the Indy Mush well, right what I, now because Tony Khan owns them. Not yet. Not Vince owns the next and it's in the Andy bullshit. Tony Khan doesn't what? technically own them until after April first. Yeah, fucking Vince. But he's man. still putting on <laughs> Supercard of Honor, and he's still going to be putting on a weekly show. He said with him. Right. Yep. We'll see. That's insane. It's so much booking for one man. He, well, no, he won't be doing it. Somebody William Regal has that. to be doing that one. And that's why I thought maybe Cody no, Rhodes. T- Tony but, Tony Khan's already said he's going to book both shows. Pretty much Tony. Khan He'll probably be doing the like up. Unless yeah, he wins, he wins, he wins. Unless in this next year, you see Tony Khan step down from the Jaguars and just go straight to strictly wrestling. I would step down. Well, pretty much just bought WWE. I would step down from the Jaguars too because anything. you already what got rid of all your Jaguars. He's a uh, his dad owns them. He probably just has no, some he's bullshit the, uh, position. CEO of uh, he like helps recruit and shit, doesn't he? So Google? he went to college for the fucking technology inside oh. pads and all that bullshit. So he studies all that like, data and. 
he's so it's a fake position for him. Probably, Some, probably. somebody does all the work and he says, "Yeah, that sounds cool." The figurehead, yeah, he's. Yeah. I think it's it's pretty, my dad's company. He probably has to work. sign off on what the thirty people yeah. that work under him do, and then you know that's yeah. probably about it. He makes big he, decisions. I think he has something to do with the drafting part of the shit too, like scouting and stuff. sports analytics. That's what. Was. Yeah, that's what sports was analytics. And, okay, so yeah. But I mean, he's—he was a part. I of that. imagine he's not doing much of that right now. Anyways. He was a big part of that he's quarterback they got that's never lost a game Lawrence. or whatever. Yeah. Oh, he's lost. Yeah. But now, yeah. <coughs> the, to- the, Tony Khan is the to senior. Fields. Yeah, Tony Khan is the senior vice president of football technology and analytics. So, but he only lost like one college game or yeah, one, one. It was like he, he never also, lost in high school and lost one college game or some shit before he'd ever. He been also oversees the identification, evaluation, recruitment, and signing of players for Fulham FC. Yeah. Oh, the so football I mean, club they own in London. Oh, that. So yeah, <laughs> that's so that's not football. It's soccer. Soccer. Football. Actually, they are trying to put real football in London, so it might actually be real football. The Jaguars want to be the team over there. They're the team that always goes over there, like twice a year anyways which because tony or what do you think shot loves if, if it. they call soccer football here what do you think that they call football football american, american, american football you think they would call it something different They'd call it. <laughs> i would come up for a stupid name for it like football for soccer handball <laughs> no that's gonna be a great match get back to ftr and the Briscoes. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure someone's going to get beat up. There's going to be probably There's some be blood and whatnot. That's why, to me, if they're going to go which, do that, it doesn't make is, sense to have Bret Hart be a this part This is of the one thing that doesn't make sense, though. That same night, they're also supposed to wrestle the Good Brothers like a couple hours before they're on Supercard of Honor. Uh, like I said, that weekend, they do those shows like that. Like, I mean, which I, mean, I'm pretty, I saw Drew I'm McIntyre sh- show when he showed up in I'm, NXT that night. Well, I'm pretty sure Impact has already recorded that show. Because that's how Impact does most of yeah. their shows. I don't think it makes sense to put Bret Hart with FTR if they go wrestle the Briscoes. Doesn't it might? It's that, either going to be a one-off or it's going to be like a best see, of that, three. That doesn't uh, mix. I don't know. It doesn't seem because they're like hardcore fighters. Basically, the Briscoes are. No, not really. They're and then, really I mean, uh, and then Deanna Peraza, who's the women's champion, hasn't been contacted yet about a match at SuperCard. And she's the women's world champion. I mean, that's surprising, but Tony doesn't know how to book a women's division. So. The, the Briscoes are like Attitude Era fucking uh, uh, Luke. Talk, I've watched them a lot. The they're great. Way better than the Giants. No, no, no. They're like Butch and Luke fucking style. Like if they, yeah, if Butch and Luke were serious wrestlers, they would uh, be the Briscoes. You know what I'm saying? With the fucking military. Bushwhackers. The, they the, are the mili- 100% like military gear. All that shit. We're going with the sheep herders. No, nah, man. They, they, I guess maybe they were a little more serious when they were the sheep herders. So I nah, guess they were they, they were more of a serious tag team as the Sheep Herders, I guess. But right, it's opening, just a funny name. <laughs> opening Dynamite this week, yeah, the World Champion and the World Tag Team Champions, Hangman and Jurassic Express taking on Adam Cole and Red Dragon, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish. I just like watching Bobby Fish. It was a good I match. I thought it was a great match. Kyle O'Reilly like, putting in all the hard work. Really, most of it was he him. does. He always sells off he's for young, that team. He's the youngest, really, out of all of them yeah, too. So I think that's why he does all a lot of the Fish is like forty five, forty six. Actually, actually, Adam Cole's younger than O'Reilly, but Bobby well, he's Fish, the main man. He can't be beat. Yeah. Right. And Bobby Fish looked like a million dollars though. He always Dude, has been in. A- good w. lord, I like watching Bobby Fish wrestle, man. He's like true Matt Tech. T- Still waiting for Roddy Strong t- to jump the rail one night and ju- jump somebody and Still jump got up like with him. Three bro. years left, isn't he? Two years left. 
We'll see. He about might get that. released soon. WWE, bro. Who knows? The what bad part happen. is you haven't even seen Roddy on NXT for a while. He was you just keep you what, just keep seeing the. Uh, the when he run around in the background a couple weeks ago, whenever some shit was going on, he didn't wrestle, but he was like running around the background with the Creed Brothers and was beating up the motherfucker. Now, didn't they cancel two hundred five live? Wasn't that? Or That's saying? NXT level up now. Yeah, I thought he was one of the dudes running around in the background, not doing shit, and it was like, wouldn't he be normally jumping, fucking? Oh, he showed up like a week ago when the Creed brothers got jumped in the parking lot. Right, but he didn't do shit. No, he's and like, then, who, 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 uh, who, and he's just standing there. Supposedly, they've been trying to transition him into a backstage agent, which he, I guess, doesn't want to do. So I would assume he asked for a release, or which maybe that's what, a uh, budget cut after WrestleMania. Well, sorry, Roddy, we don't need. That's you no also more. what Impact did with D'Lo. They took him off the announce desk and moved him back to be a backstage producer. I don't think D'Lo's a very good announcer anyway. So he shook his head really well. Uh, yeah. I agree. <laughs> uh, then you had uh, John Moxley and Brian Danielson tagging against Wheeler Yuta and Chuck Taylor, which makes no sense because where the fuck is Trent Beretta? He's he hurt. Was injured. He's hurt again. Right? He was injured in yeah. that uh, battle royal. Yeah, he got weeks hurt in the ago. battle royal. Yeah. He was thrown over. I thought it looked rough when he landed. But yeah, out for a few weeks. I said. Yeah, best friends uh, are all beat I, up right I now. I thought they said something during well, the tag team match Wheeler, though, about Trent Beretta being Wheeler, out. Wheeler, but like we were talking last week, like Wheeler, you has always been like everyone talks so highly about him. And they and just then, don't do shit with him. And well, then he loses all the time. And then this match, it's showing that he's like, even Willie Regal said it on like commentary that he's like, yeah, I've been a big fan for a while. And then he smacks him. Well, and, fucking, and then fucking, I don't know. They didn't, you couldn't, unless you're really good at reading lips, there was a little exchange of words and you couldn't hear it. Right as soon as he gets out of the wing, ring, Wheeler Yuta uh, looks at William Regal and says something. William Regal goes, yeah, I know. I see it, but get on out of here now before things turn, take a turn or something like that. you know. And, <laughs> and John Moxley and Daniel Bryan are sitting there smiling, like shaking their heads yes at him the whole time and shit. So I think you're probably right. I think you're the one that called the Wheeler Yuta to join him a few, few weeks ago did when I? we were talking about it. Uh, I was hoping Cesaro did. We were bullshitting <laughs> around about it, and I'm pretty sure you, if we were talking about a young guy in WCW and you said well, we something about it's... We know Wheeler it's not going to be. We know it's not like, going to be Daniel Garcia. No. And I was like, Nah, fuck yeah, that. Garcia. And then well, I think that's when someone Garcia else brought up maybe Daniel Garcia. But look, nah, I, mean, I don't think he will. But now that the Jericho Appreciation Society is going on, probably not with Daniel Garcia. Yeah, after his whole story about with Wheeler Yuta, I mean, he ain't done shit else. And I mean, honestly, and best the friends are gonna best get friends are holding them down. Best friends kind of ran its course. Well, Chris, they shouldn't have expanded. They're like the job Chris, squad uh, of the, the AEW. Chris Statlander has made a change this week. If you guys didn't notice, she, she lost her paint. Yep. Black. Well, she and had face she, paint on again. Yeah, oh. but it's black. Yeah, she came out. She doesn't have the contacts in. She's wearing Sunday. different clothes. Yeah, so. she's wearing all black instead of like color green and Dropping stuff. But she still gimmick. had the. Well, yeah, she still has the lightning bolt. <laughs> but, but she it's took all out black. her contact. Dropping, dropping the alien gimmick a little bit. Yeah, because she helped save uh, Red Velvet on Rampage. She should be having. Heavyweight or having title matches, they might they might change. I don't know her, what they're doing now. They might change her heels so she has to run against Thunder Rosa. Well, I mean, she just did the thing with Layla Hirsch, and Layla Hirsch was a heel, so it wouldn't make sense to turn her straight. I think she's gonna either. be face with the red velvet. I would keep her face because a lot of people like uh like her a lot, and mm-hmm. then red velvet is also and she can still boop people, right? That shit's well, no, dumb the, to me, but the, the, she should the boop them and jack them in the face. The boop was part of the alien. Yeah, but it's still everyone likes it. It's her gimmick. But uh, I would say old Chucky T. Muffin Top, he probably ain't going to be around much longer. I don't know. <laughs> Chuck, uh, Chuck and Trent are really good friends with the Young Bucks. 
They are because they had a huge history in New Japan and all that stuff. I don't think that matters much anymore. Who's friends with who around AEW at this point? Unless you, uh, if Tony's done, yourself, with you, you're done. Only if you seclude yourself or hurt people. I guess maybe. <laughs> I think if Tony don't see nothing there at this point, he's starting to get rid of people because he's hiring all these big dollar oh, motherfuckers yeah, now. They're he's pretty much well. He's not going to fire anyone. He's just not going to rehire. He pretty much bought NXT and brought the future of WWE to AEW. <laughs> and he's doing really well with it. And now he got the guy who ran NXT running helping him run this right which is crazy to me still the fucking i, I school they're calling him william regal not steven regal yeah that's weird it's william so. regal well i mean he owns the rights to his name now so even better you'd think it'd just be Smart they would call man. him steven william regal or steven regal but he's or just regal william regal instead which is weird because i would better use my i would use my butch. regular name yeah i would have came out to the man's man gimmick if i was him <laughs> I think he's doing pretty well with what which, he's got. Which you, when you said using your your real name, I think it's a perfect transition right into the Jericho Appreciation Society. Dude, very good promo. Yeah, one Jericho. of my favorite parts of Dynamite this week. Uh, Matt Cardona uh, stick. He had the uh, he looked like Prince with the purple Jericho gloves and the, better than a lot of people. <laughs> he had a, like the purple leather gloves and the purple leather jacket, looking like Prince out there or some shit. He straightened his hair, mm-hmm. like completely straightened yeah. his hair, and kind of changed his gimmick up just a little bit, not a yeah. lot, but a little, enough to be like, ooh, God, he's an asshole now. But now he's a sports entertainer. You, you know what his jacket and his gloves and they, reminded and me they of? They beat up professional Jack wrestlers. Joker. Yeah, which is I think <laughs> we can see that being like the blood and guts match, Jericho Appreciation Society versus whoever William Regal puts together because they're got, professional wrestlers and you got and Jericho you got, you got Jake Hager the hand of the king the, uh, yeah and he, he's the, like yep I'm here because of him the, which they shouldn't have let everybody cut a promo in the ring not ever Jake Hager doesn't need to cut promos no. ever I, I, uh, I'm glad ever. he got out Jericho Appreciation Society without spitting on everybody that, I, that was good. I was dying during the new names when they were talking about bad creative oh, they gave yeah. them the dumbest names possible <laughs> um, it was Except. purpose though it was like all set up and i'm like this is awesome because that's what those two are when he called them names out i was like god that's the most shit terrible thing i've ever heard in my life and i was like i get why they're doing it but i was like except chris jericho is not his real name which not only that that's true chris jericho is not his real name. not only is that a (laughs) mouthful for someone to try to say i i don't know if that's really what they're gonna say no i hope i think they're just gonna call them their real names you know and one angelo's or no I don't yeah, the Angelo other dude was too, something. Shit was too and then much. Matt's the other guy. Matt Martell, I think. Yeah, just let's call him their first name. SpongeBob and fucking Patrick with their heads. <laughs> Squarehead. Yeah, Squarehead. I was Patrick. just telling him a second ago that Jericho with the gloves and the jacket was Jack Nicholson's fucking bat uh, uh Joker. Joker from Batman. Number two Joker, so <laughs> arguably one for some people. I don't know. I think we, Jericho Christian Society, like after last week, I was like, ah, name's kinda dumb, but now I really like it. Like it's, it grew on me super fast. I, Their promo was perfect. My Daniel shit, Garcia story my, was my, great. Yeah, well, Daniel Garcia grabbed the mic, and he's like, I got to get something off my chest. And he's like, if you're a sports entertainer, then I'm a sports entertainer too, and I beat up pro wrestlers. That shit had me rolling, and man. It's, it's such a slap in the face to Vince, because Vince went on that whole rant about their – they're superstar. They're sports entertainer. Uh, <laughs> fucking, uh, I I really haven't liked Daniel Garcia at all. But f- here in like the last two weeks, you man, you don't like his red boots. Make, it doesn't make sense why you're the red. He, no, he ain't been red boots. for like four months, and they're still calling him the Red Death. And it's like he don't even wear red no more. Call him something different. Mm-hmm. But he's got a very like to me. He reminds me of Scrappy Doo from Scooby Doo. 
Like whenever he but like whenever he dukes up with somebody in the ring, he puts his fists like this up underneath his chin, like Scrappy Do and shit, and like bounces around and shit. Like, come on, come at me, come at me, I'll get you, I'll get you. Only good uh, shit I've ever seen him do is that match with Dan and Brian. And then when Jericho talked about a, a few years on his podcast about this, these guys that had been in this car wreck or whatever, and he was helping pay for their shit to you know so that way they didn't I don't know so they maybe possibly wrestle again someday. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that what one of those dudes was Daniel Garcia, so that was really interesting to and find out. He wasn't out. supposed to walk ever again. Yeah. And now he's putting on great matches. Like he's then, a good wrestler. I think he is missing a career potential piece, but yeah. he's learning from Jericho now. Then, he's got Jericho to learn. Yeah. So and then Ever Ever Rise was on uh Talk is Jericho like a week or two after they got cut from NXT. So that helped them get on AEW, which is now two point I didn't like them in NXT at all, and I really didn't like them when they first came to AEW <coughs> because they were doing the same thing they did in NXT, which was like whenever they would like they met I think it was Sting, and then they were just like over the top, like, oh my God, Sting, you're just the greatest ever. But it was like they were screaming the whole time instead of talking like the rest of the wrestlers. That's, like that's they were the, still on that's that what NXT, the Matt, WWE. That's what, that's what the Matt guy always does, though. Yeah. He like always screams. Yeah, but it was, I don't know, it was like it's the his, same exact it, thing they were doing. And it's, like, it's like him and uh, like Ron Breaker does the same thing, too. But if you took both those guys and put them into one character, it would be Jericho. Those two guys that they're in that tag team, if they were one wrestler together, that it would make a Jericho, Chris Jericho. <laughs> so it makes sense to me. Uh, I don't know. I like the new inner circle-ish type of group. It, to me, feels better than the old one did. Feels like the, these dudes are probably all actually really good friends with each other, not like, the like other it didn't one seem like a bunch of dudes who are really good. Like just a bunch of dudes who are really good wrestlers, and Jericho hired them to be his back yeah, or whatever. Except for, you know, Hager or whatever. Because, like, they really didn't. Like, because Santana and Ortiz, you know. Jake Hager's best were, moments when he came into the ring and fucking shoved Jericho. Like, I can't believe you're breaking up the fucking <laughs> inner circle. And Jericho pointed best. at the ground and he's like, you're fucking right, powerbomb them all. They should have <laughs> gave him an Oscar for that shit. <laughs> that was his best moment, man. A good bit of acting It's from funny Hager. that he's still the muscle. He just didn't get someone else to be the muscle. Like, Brian Cage could have been a better muscle for him. <laughs> it was just he's funny. way more, like, dominating looking. I mean, if you can say healthy, but... If he doesn't talk, he's really dominating looking. But Jay, as soon as Jake Hager talks, it's like, oh, so, don't spit on me. Except for when he wears tinfoil to the ring to look like a machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... It's kind of like Adam Cole wearing the uh, Master Chief jacket. That was bullshit. I think he needed fucking, the helmet uh, to make that work. Yeah. Sealed his fate with a loss when he came out wearing that outfit. <laughs> <laughs> that should then, soon. then you had a... Uh, like an asshole. You had uh, Ricky Starks and Will Hobbs giving shit to Keith Lee. He, he looked like he got his outfit from the New Day. <laughs> right hey you guys think i should wear this fucking straight up weird halo I mean, jacket to the ring speaking of keith lee sorry you guys no, no, on no, that. no no i was but like keith lee's match on rampage was actually really good with platinum max max caster i, I, I haven't watched rampage watch. it was on way too I late just, for me i just like the uh how they talk shit about him showing up on rampage which is starts his show so yeah. don't do it and he's like okay i'll see you friday yeah. and then <laughs> then later they cut into the promo with uh the acclaimed and Swerve walks into it, and he's like, you don't like people interrupting your uh, whatever? And he's just talking whatever. And then at the end of it, as he walks away or whatever, Max Caster's like, wait, ain't that got a fucking rapper? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, that's why it made me think. I was like, wonder if they're going to try to team them guys they, up with they, each other, which will piss me off, because then that would mean that one of them would, like, not, Swerve don't rap as he's coming to the ring, but I feel like somehow Max Caster did, uh, would lose a step being teamed with. I him mean, it's somehow. like talking about Rampage. I'd rather it see does them happen. feud. I'd rather see them feud. Just see the they, two uh, big because uh, Swerve ain't. I don't think yeah. Swerve could cut. A, I don't think Swerve's a freestyle guy. So I would love to see It'll be Anthony a- Bowens and fucking Max Caster come out, cut a mean, like 
freestyling him and then him try to fucking sing do because I, I don't think he could do it and i think <laughs> that's what i think it would make swerve look like shit which was what they probably don't want dude you'll love the rap caster comes out with this week too yeah, I gotta it's wait. a pretty good rap i gotta wait till tomorrow night to be able to watch it but like since i switched over to cable when i got the tbs tnt app instead of it, stuff being on there one day later now it's on there two days later Oh. It was the satellite dish before, and see, it was all on there one day later. But. See, when when we got back from the Mexican restaurant Friday night, I watched like the last 10 minutes of SmackDown. I'm like, oh, it's time to switch over to Rampage. And then I'm like, wait a minute, no basketball yeah. is on. So then I'm like, well, I guess I'm just going to have to watch Dynamite that I haven't watched yet. <laughs> if I was them, I would have just not had Rampage on at all. Cause that, I was well, they should have done like a Saturday night thing instead. I, I, that's some ROH shit to be having it on at midnight. Psh, ain't <laughs> nobody going to watch that. Why waste everyone's time? I'm glad YouTube TV records it automatically for me, so... Yeah, it does for me too. It's, but uh, Keith I, Lee, I have no put, plans of watching it. <laughs> Keith Lee was awesome <laughs> too, and uh, basically Platinum Max was like, yeah. "You're wearing our gear because they were the same colors." Tomorrow <laughs> night's my first Monday night. I'm not working in a year after being at work all day, so I'm probably sit down and eat dinner tomorrow night and watch it when I get home. Watch Raw? Can, can, no, fucking like no, he's, he's watching Raw. Rampage. F- I ain't watching fucking Raw. If it I want to go to bed, Rampage I'll kick Raw. A hook show, anyways. Right. So. If I want to go to bed at seven, I'll turn on around. But I keep saying, I like I watched it three weeks in a row. The first week, he tossed his nephews around. And didn't see him for two weeks after. Nephew. <laughs> he hasn't had a match since. You so. didn't watch the very first rampage. No, last time he came, very out, first like, rampage. Christian, Christian. Yeah, I watched that one. I'm just saying the uh, last three weeks I watched it. I thought you were talking about like the first three ever. I'm like, you didn't watch. I'm like, you couldn't really. He didn't watch the hook match. He watched QT come or QT come out, and then he bought he suplex all QT's guys. It was the fact that Hook looked like a bum and like a fucking. He had a giant like sweatsuit on that was way too big for him, and like fucking the little like white slipper shoes that people slip on, like prison style shoes or whatever. And he came out and choked out QT, and he goes. That's it, really. That's what you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's his whole thing. Red, he just doesn't have care. a match, it's and you're the like, red, it's the red did, rum, man. He looked like fucking. Uh, he looked like a, a he bad like bunny. He, he looks like you want to wear off every his, day. He looked like Bad Bunny coming out in like a poor man's sweatsuit to do a professional wrestling match and shit. Speaking, like, speaking of fuck? Bad Bunny, that's one of the worst parts of WWE 2K22 too. Like mm. every three minutes you hear the goddamn Booker T oh, fuck Bad yeah. Bunny song. And I'm sitting here going, I think I know the you're, words to it. I can't speak Spanish, you, but I can sing it. You're not <laughs> helping the cause of me buying this game. Yeah, <laughs> not right now. No. That's where you go in and you go to the fucking settings and you turn the music all the way down and just play your own that takes effort i have to be like alexa play whatever and half the time she'd be like i don't understand what you're asking for be like fuck you oh yes playing this (laughs) nice uh moving on you had wardlow (laughs) and scorpio sky for the tnt championship that was pretty decent scorpio sky looked like a million bucks too yeah even though he got his ass beat like he did a really good job Scorpio could legitimately be the world champ I don't yeah, know. and I've been sa- I've been saying he's, that for three years. That's now. a bold statement, but he's real good right now as a TNT champion. A with Dan wrestler. Lambert at his side with that other TNT title on or TBS title. On. No, it's TNT title. Yeah, him walking out wearing the other belt, did. I was yeah. dying. And, and then he gave it, then he gave it to Dan Lambert. No, Dan Lambert wearing oh, the yeah. other title. Oh, yeah. I was okay, so this dying. week he came out actually wearing it like it was his belt and shit. And, and I was like sitting there, I'm like, if they weren't ruining this after one week, I'm gonna be so upset but happy for Wardlow. But now that we're gonna see him wearing that title out every week. I thought Wardlow was going to win it, and then MJF was going to come out, and it would go from there. But I don't think. Or it was the other I one. think at this point, Wardlow. They, I mean, you don't need the TNT title. I think they want him to go straight for the 
world know, world, well, world title MJF or maybe come promotion. back to it. Yeah. It's going to be a program with him and so double or nothing's probably going to be him and MJF. And if not after MJF, then he gets the TNT title maybe after the Scorpio Sky have his run or whatever. It might be so. a punk title right now. <laughs> Ethan Page hasn't been around here lately. I know it's just Scorpio Sky with Dan Lambert. Yeah, Dan Housen was mentioning. I thought for sure again. whenever um, in that match, uh, Wardlow went to go underneath the ring. I thought when he went underneath the ring, fucking uh, Ethan Page was going to come out and hit him in the face or something or do something. You know? And then I was like, well, I'm surprised he hasn't showed up for this whole entire match. Ethan Page is still pretty well liked there. And Scorpio Sky took like fucking seven power bombs. Oh, right? dude, he took a beating. <laughs> yeah, he but like, he's he is a he's a really good wrestler. I think he puts on a really good show. It's he, just his TKO is nasty too. I don't I don't I don't think he's a good enough talker. He, yeah, unless he what, has somebody there, it's always going to be a mouthpiece for him. I don't know that Dan Lambert's perfect for it, and that's why I don't see him as champ because you got to be able to talk as well as. Yeah, sometimes. But he could be a top heel. I, All, mean, I mean, he's a great heel. Undertaker never talked. I don't know if I've seen him as a as a face. Maybe that first ladder match we watched him win, that first pay-per-view I got, he might have been a good guy that night. I just remember him I coming out. When he was first. And Kobe Bryant's the first thing you see on his screen when he came yeah. out and Zach was watching with us. And he said to him, he goes, don't you fucking tell me someone's trying to rip off a of Kobe Bryant or some mm-hmm. shit like that. And he came walking <laughs> out and he was like, he is trying to rip off Kobe Bryant because he looked like he. I mean, he looks a little bit like Kobe Bryant when he <laughs> shaved his head and shit back in the day. I think he had a Lakers jersey on when he came out that. Uh, well, he's part of SCU, so they're all. And it was just like South, it was like South, He was Southern like California. He was like, "Don't tell me this dude's gonna come out here and act like Kobe Bryant SCU. here in a minute." But I'm pretty sure he had a Lakers jersey on that night when we watched it when he came out. I it was Green had a Lakers jersey, the with number eight on it. Yeah. Well, he does like Black Mamba up there and stuff. Like yeah, that it too. still does when he comes out. I noticed it last Wednesday when he came out too. He's got a Kobe yeah. Bryant and it has his like he shows his back mm-hmm. with him looking over his shoulder and it's the number eight jersey, his first jersey or whatever. Maybe he's just a big Kobe fan, him, which is cool. Let him give a little respect. But it was just weird because we so, had never seen so, him. They're SoCal uncensored. Yeah, yeah what, that's what, what I was thinking. I'm like, what is we we had never seen him though last year whenever he won that ladder match that was the first time we'd ever seen him so it was like what the fuck somebody's trying to do a kobe bryant gimmick like what? i knew him a lot from but BT, it didn't so. have anything to do with kobe obviously it was just the it's his hero or whatever the fuck i mean that's fine i'm a good one or maybe he does think he's kobe maybe he does drop kicks <laughs> and goes kobe when he does a drop kick maybe he yells kobe when he hits that sick tko i i maybe if you don't yell kobe you're gonna miss <laughs> let it rain <laughs> make it right r.i.p philip seymour hoffman you did. You guys see that? Uh, was it maybe two episodes in uh, on HBO Max? They got the Lakers. I'm watching it. Show. Are you? Uh, How many oh, episodes? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, I haven't, I haven't watched it. I thought you were laughing over there, not looking. You're just you're just trying to hold it together. What? You're just everything. I seen oh. you over there doing one of these. I thought you were laughing in the corner. No, no. But you're just trying to hold it together. It's rubbing my eyes. Yeah. He's trying to hold it together. He's trying, to, <laughs> he's trying not to die. John C. Riley's on that show you're talking about. Yeah. The commercials for it look awesome. I just, now that I know it's a TV show, just, I'm just going to drag my feet. It's supposed to be. Yeah, it's, like a, it's like a documentary TV docu-series, show. Docu-series, that stuff. But it's a, is it's coming like out a one comedy? Of lot, kind of a time. comedy. I, I, haven't, I haven't watched it yet. I just know we were talking about the Lakers, and I wanted to uh, watch we were it. We so, talking about a so I, so I might throw it out. I might put it on tonight. Magic Johnson in it. Yeah, it's supposed to have Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, a bunch of motherfuckers, so. All right, moving on. You had the debut of the Hardys in a match. Can't call them the Hardy boys. It's the Hardys. Well, they're not boys anymore. They're men. That's true. They aren't boys. They are Taking men. on private party. Don't fuck around. I want to know how long they're going to stay the Hardys because he wants to do Broken Matt Hardy with him. He called him Brother Nero on TV and stuff already. He's... JR introduces him that way or whatever. Yeah, so Jeff, how long are they not going to do that? Jeff, Nero, Hardy. Hey. And, it, and there was like a report like two years ago where – uh, Jeff was trying to do like all the Willow stuff in WWE and 
because he wants to be all that artistic stuff. So I'm wondering, like, cool, we get the Hardy Boys nostalgia pop for how long? Mm-hmm. And then do we go to, because their careers aren't that much longer. Six weeks. Yeah, go through double or nothing, something happens there. We're, we're, going, we're going Dutch, with, same with Cody. We've got like six weeks. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he's going to be mid-carder, lower mid-card, and come back at Stardust. That'll be the ending of it. That'll be his way out, and then he'll go back to AEW with a Yankee hat and be the New York bad guy like his dad was back in the day when he went to WWF and came back to fucking that. I can't what, wait for everyone to it, find out his neck tattoo was, was fake was it, all along. Because he went back and started a company, right? Oh, he was. Uh, That's why he's Georgia been gotten this long. Yeah. He's, he's got to wait for it to heal from the. Uh, Isn't that wasn't that when he left laser surgery? Well, they're saying it was a. Uh, was like his only. That might be why. Basically, it was, it was on every night. Basically, it was Dusty's. That Cody takes Rhodes too much effort to, to paint that on every night. Well, every once in a while, he'd have interviews where he'd have stuff way up here. Like, there's there's these conspiracy theories. It's a fake tattoo. <laughs> I love uh, it. I read them. I'm like, it's so dumb, but it's funny. But if he comes out on Raw without the neck tattoo... Oh, you gotta be fucking kidding me. The bad part is that tattoo would be like... Maury Povich got canceled. <laughs> oh. 31 years. Buddy. You are not the father. That's bullshit. Actually, I, mean, I had what's, a, What are you gonna watch during the day now? Uh, right. Hey, here, here you go, Dick. I'm, I'm gonna show you my uh, Mason County white, oh. white trash... Uh, roots. Roots. As long as you don't pull had, your balls out, we're fine. I thought yeah, that's I'm, what's a, I'm pulling the balls I out. I thought that's what was about to no. happen. <laughs> I had a cousin on the Mari Pulvis show for the fucking uh, teen boot camp. I do what I want, whatever, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, she, so she lives out in Spokane, Washington. That's but great. I when I talked about it, I went there when I was like 13, saw Godsmack for my birthday. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, other than seeing Puddle of Mud. So, I like New Puddle of Mud before everybody else did. But, uh, What's next on the show? Suicida, bud. We have a brand new AEW uh-huh. Women's Champion. We Best. got Thunder Rosa. I'm Best. gonna say, I they tried to do a cool entrance with her, but it doesn't flow well. Tope Suicida, like I get dog. it that that's her heritage and all that stuff, Mari- but it just doesn't the flow Mari- into her music going the, from the mariachi she, to yeah. Thunder. You know, then like versus like the Lucha Bros when they did their entr- I, their special entrance at. Uh, I think they waited too long to give her the title. Yeah, she should have won it. Over Brett back. Like three months ago. They should have let her win when she was at her super, super high. I mean, it's kind of the same thing with Roman. Like, Brett was just beating everybody. Yeah, she was way hotter, like, back in. I think she still is. Uh, But Thunder Rosa was kind of, to me, on, like, more of a downward, like, less popular. Now that they've given her the title, it's kind of like, eh. All right, we got to watch Thunder Rosa some more. I think Brett's taking a little time off. But she might might start her uh, cowboy shit run. But there's one thing you say about Britt Baker. She did wrestle on the regular for the title Mm -hmm. or just whoever. She put her body through hell. She showed up once or twice a week and wrestled. She was there around regular. She put a video out. Uh, showing the tax because people are like they're using yeah. fake tax and she's like yeah, yeah because, real fake because she was literally working the very next morning at her dental office yeah, <laughs> yeah she well she does like she works tuesday at her dental office and she works there or maybe not tuesday because they fly but she's right back to work three or four days a week as a dentist she's insane <laughs> Man, she's got she, she grinds and but. adam cole's just flying with her playing video games right <laughs> Not lifting weights. No, I thought the match was good. That her chair Getting a little spot, flubby, is he? <laughs> them pictures, he looks like it. But outside of like Thunder Rosa's entrance, like I know they're they're trying to do like, but Lucha Brothers did it way better when they had the rapper come out at all out with them. Yeah, when that happened, and it made sense versus the. Well, no, when it happened sense. and you're there live, we're kind of like, 
what is going dude, on? Dude, it was awesome on TV. I'm like, this is dope. Well, that actually happened during the Jericho thing too, because the his his guitar player from Fozzie was playing, yeah. and we're all sitting here going, they're not playing his music, and then like halfway during the song, we're like, wait, he's playing this song, so everybody starts singing. <laughs> yeah. uh, but the match was good. Uh, Britt had that Tower of Doom chair spot that was looked nasty, but imagine with her not being massive, it probably didn't hurt yeah. as much. Didn't break her back. No, no. Obviously, she was moving around pretty decent then, the next day at the at the dental office. So I felt bad for Aubrey having to count in the tax. She's yeah, <laughs> she put out yeah. Stuff. She put out a video where she had all the holes She's like, and shit. Don't too. do the pins in tax. And I'm like, that sucks. You're not even in the match. The, pro- the She took it better than like, the dude from the uh, the MJF match. He freaked out on one of them. Yeah, <laughs> that was Paul Turner. That shit was funny. Yeah. yeah, we were laughing when that happened. Kind of looks like Sean Payton, the mm-hmm. former former. I think he's the former coach of the Saints. I think he retired. Didn't I don't know, he? but when he hit the, when he hit the two, his whole body came off the mat, man. Yeah, he, he was, was like, ah, oh, fuck. And then he, he ripped that out so fast. <laughs> but overall, I think it was a good match. It wasn't as good as their hardcore match was last year. But. No, when, dude, that shit was good because the very next day, Mick Foley fucking wanted her autograph, yeah. and she gave him an autograph and signed the to Britt Baker, legend. the hardcore legend. It's just, shit. she's just great at like she may not be the best in ring, but her like. She controls the crowd. Yeah, oh yeah for she sure. Does. And they love her. I mean, they do, everyone the, does the DMD. It's become a thing now. You know what I mean? I don't think it'll stop. I, it'll it's probably the ultra be... charismatic champ versus the super so where's physical this, champ. Where's this go from here, then? I don't know. T- the, I think she goes to the TBS title with with uh, Jade Cargill, I see, and I think good. Thunder Rosa goes to um, I don't know. They gonna? She had Athena on her podcast, or you really, she had her legit, Layla Hirsch. You really don't have a clear cut. Path. Le- legit Layla Hirsch, Women, maybe I mean, she's the uh, winner. The winner of Serena Deeb and the Wiener. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I kind of uh, hope it's Chris Tatler when the best friends break up. Well, uh, maybe or or, or, you, or you go to debuts because you still got Ty Valkyrie out there. You got you got, got Athena. Athena. They got, got enough Tony, females. You got Tony now, I feel Storm. Like they got a decent enough all Tony debut. Storm will be they got Deanna, or they got uh, what's her name? Deanna Prize. They, they got uh, fucking Serena Deeb. Well, she needs a De- title match. Deanna's not technically signed. They got um, who's the chick that just came back to wrestle Serena Deeb? Uh, the Hikaru chick that's the first Shida. ever AEW Women's yeah, Champion. There you got Rio. her. Rio. Yeah, Statlander. Rio's the very first women's. Layla Hirsch is a. Guess apparently a heel, like a, a top heel or, now, or actually red you, velvet. Actually, if you want to put thunder, uh, if you want to put thunder, Rosa Kira Hogan, right? Yeah, Ruby no, Soho, Ruby Soho. If you want to put, if you want to put Thunder Rosa over, her first challenger will probably be Nyla Rose. The Bunny, I guess Nyla, yeah, Rose, Nyla Rose, and also uh, 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 Jamie Hater. Jamie Hater. Uh, they just, all right. They just signed. Um, What's her name from fucking Paige Van Zandt? Uh, Paige Van Zandt. Yeah. So I don't. Oh, Paige Van Zandt's going to be doing tie. Which she's. Uh, I think they got a, enough of a women's division. They yeah, don't but need to she, go sign no she is uh, learning. They need like two good ones out of that whole list you uh, just said. Right, but out of two or three, that's all you pa- need, and the rest of them can work or get better. You don't need to sign a bunch pa- more. It's fucking getting better. It's going to be the hard people part, and though. and conjunct it up like they have with the men's roster already because there's too many too many which, top uh, men stars on the roster right now. Paige is going to wrestling school with Gangrel. Yeah, I saw that picture came out. They got they got so many people that they don't they can't feature them all even every week they gotta like that's why you don't see a will hobbs in that shit people they feature them on because you do real you do realize who too, watches that shit i though. don't know you do realize too every week you watch rampage or dynamite there's only legitimately one women's match every show and i think that has something to do with tnt 
It could. Mm. I mean, they try to do like one women's match in a segment about a women's match, and then they have a women's match on. Or it's Rampage. because they have so many top male stars signed that they have to be able to I showcase think, them. I think it's can. the divisions are so much. It's, it's way more stacked. stacked on one side than yeah. the other. Like Rich was saying, there's two, three women that should be at the top of that, even at the top, and they're still not. Well, well I hate four to, horsemen. Yeah, but I, but I hate <laughs> to say it, you can get rid of some of those women to oh, you bring can, in to uh, bring in Taya. Oh, you and can Ember, like, and yeah. I mean, they also got Mercedes Martinez still sitting out there. Doing I think nothing. they ought to do a one in, one out scenario with that. Right. I, don't, I don't. I don't think they need them. Take out the bunny and bring I in. Big Swole was actually. I think they got a decent women's roster right now. All of them are you all. Could, you could throw Penelope uh, forward at her. I can't book yeah. it at all. Penelope Ford. Well, no, I'm. I'm, I'm not saying they have Pen- a good Pen- booking. Penelope's a good wrestler. She's a good wrestler, but she's not top tier. But you can at least. And she's they she'd be better in a tag team with Bunny all the time because they work really well together. They're super good friends. Oh, also too. you got uh, what's her name that fucking is the the cheerleader chick that's got the one eye. Oh, she forgot yeah. about her. Yeah, um, I think she's gonna join House of Black. And then you've also got uh, there's another you, there's another you, one too. You, you can go outside the company too, or you could go Camille from NWA. You Camille's could, a beast too. Yeah. You That's can, what I mean. I, I, but signed wise, Chel- I think they have enough. You can bring women. Chelsea Green in, which Chelsea Green be huge. But I don't know what Matt Cardona now that Cody's not there. I don't, Matt Cardona's probably out. Which you see, Chelsea Green probably was faking her off. arm injury. That the was whole awesome. Time. Yeah, she ripped the castle. She didn't believe me, the It's <laughs> probably better you off. Bring, maybe that Cody wasn't there. You Matt can bring Cardona in Mickey was James. the You can bring in Mickey James. Mickey James, that'd be a good. <laughs> Forbidden door. I don't know. I think they have enough women on their roster that they don't. They they, they should build stars rather than go out and find. They should build ones. them. They should. And that's what they need to do at this point because they have enough young men and women's talent that they need to start building. Or what they should. They don't even have a old one at the top. Like that's what I mean. They, that's and that's why, another thing is they don't have that's why brought, or someone to build. Up, that's why I brought up Mickey. Yeah. I think she's NWA with her husband strictly. To be honest with you, I don't or TNA. I mean, I mean Scarlett Bordeaux could come in, but she's not high end wrestler. I want to see like. Like Paige from WWE get She's away about it. and come yeah, to AEW and maybe be shit. somewhat of a help to their company. She should or come they, and join fucking <laughs> if they could, If they you, could hire... You, you two aren't going to like it, but Lita isn't doing shit either. I'm not going <laughs> to like that either. I don't... As uh, far as... Okay. As far as Unless a, she comes back with the Hardy Boys. No, as far as like a... <laughs> let's uh, recycle this too. As, as far as like a backroom generally goes, just to help the women get better in the ring, like they had Brandy Rhodes. What they need... <laughs> what, what, what they need is like... That's exactly why they're sitting in the problem they're having. What right they now. need is like... Um, what's her name? There? Trish. Trish. No, they need... You sp- you go out and you spend the money. You they get need, Trish. Uh, what's, Trish, I don't what's think you put on uh, classics with anybody. Uh, Asian, She's not going to go in the thumbtack. The Asian broad. You don't bring her back to WWE. wrestle. You bring her back as a producer. The no, Asian broad I mean, quit WWE. But she wasn't just, a great women's wrestler. No, you bring in Ivory uh, for that. You bring in Molly Holly if you want great women wrestlers Japanese in the back. One that was with Jacqueline. Oscar? I mean, you don't no, bring back but Trish. You, but you can, bring, you can bring Trish back She works back as the backstage for NWA or whatever She can talk. But she wasn't a great in-ring performer. Gail Kim. Yeah. That's who they need. Gail Kim would be dope. That's who they need is Gail Kim. I couldn't think of her name. I was trying to get it out. Gail's side to impact. Right. But that's who they need. I mean, that's exactly working relationship with them. That is exactly who they need. I feel like that can She is She is 100% the person that they need to make their women's division better. Nobody else. She was the original. If they want to, if they want to I mean. church it up and make it real diva like, then yeah, Trish would be the perfect person to do that. But Trish ain't wanting to do that. She lives up in Canada and shit. And she ain't trying to go be, to Florida. They love that Britt Baker. And I don't want to see Lita do that. Hardcore match because I feel like Lita's gonna end up being like um, she's gonna break her neck on probably her like May Young. Her Lita salt, <laughs> she's gonna fuck up one time and break um, her neck. And, she's too and, old. and I don't think Lita's a very good women's wrestler to be teaching other women how to wrestle anyway. Mm-hmm. But I think Gail Kim would be the perfect one. 
to do that. And even Mickey James is in that level because Mickey James is a good wrestler too. Right. But like I said, I don't see her at this point leaving what she's got going on as far as backstage NWA and all that with her husband working there and all that and stuff. Like, I think, I think Athena can come in. She was on Thunder Rosa's vlog this week and she looked pretty good when she was in the ring with her. But like That's I said, not, I'm waiting for not, not as far as wrestling, but just to help them in the back get better as far as booking yeah, them and helping them in the ring. Like I think Gail Kim would be the perfect one to do that. Which then uh, I think Ember Moon's the only one that should join from outside the company. Taya Valkyrie would be fine. Yeah. I wouldn't. I mean, she's, I would, but she's down in Mexico right I now. I would take so. either of them, but I would be all right with none of them because I think they have enough women. I want to see that, where it goes. They need, they need to fix what they have right now, rather. I than think they have a problem them. internally, and I do agree. They don't need to sign people, but I don't think they have that's, the base to because, grow. What they that's need. because Kenny Omega is in charge of the women's division, right. and in Ruby Soho, he knows how to book them in. And <laughs> Ruby Soho, who He's you like so much, they got a star there. They that's just need to figure out how to do one. Yeah, Ruby Soho can be that main event. Grudgingly, Brett Baker. That could be your third and Thunder Rose. And three. You got well, Jade. Jade's I guess there, Jade, yeah, yeah I, but she's team. But she's right also right green now, as so. shit. Right. So let her. My two, let my her. two favorite AEW women's wrestlers are Nyla Chris Rose. Statlander and Ruby Soho. Let, let Jade. I think, actually, I think it's going to be Nyla Rose because it gives Thunder Rosa a monster victory. That monster heel that she can beat and topple. Get, give Jade and, like another six to eight months with Brian yeah. Danielson. Let and Jade. We'll see how you do realize that. You do realize that. You realize that Thunder is going to hold the title until Jade's ready to take it off. That's of what her. I'm saying. Let Jade get to like 50 and 0 so? and then start being so like, I'm tired of doing. this. Let's go there. Or Sitting like I said, she just. I'm just going to give this belt up because I've been everybody. Oh, I'm one of those guys that takes She looks time. at Sammy one day when she's wearing both belts. She's like, at least mine are different. Yeah. And walks off. Yeah. Like, like watching, <laughs> like, I'm not big on Jade, and she's growing on me, and every match you watch, she gets better. And she's she, learning. She's going to, yeah. They put her with Brian Danielson. And Smart Mark's good on the mic for her. He's I a good it. folly heel for her. She, she's, been, she's a strong female. And she gets that like goofy male like Santino was with Beth Phoenix. And she Ooh, cuts Beth Phoenix would be good. But she cuts him off too as well. She cuts she like she'll cut uh, Mark Smart Mark off whenever she's ready to for yeah. him to shut the fuck up. And she's <laughs> yeah. You, you, you did see that uh, she told uh, Jungle Boy that she's about to take her girl. Yeah, <laughs> with, Anna, with Anna Jade. Yeah, Anna Jade's a decent wrestler. She's. Decent. She's still young though. She's like right. twenty. Like I said, they got a bunch of youngins. And they need to work on that and bring them up and make them better rather than sign a bunch of other motherfuckers and now. push them down and farther. That's just, that's the same thing. They, WWE. I think do. they need to cut some dead weight I at the bottom. They, yes, they could cut the oh yeah, bottom, bottom five off. You always got to trim the fat, but and that's where you could bring in Ember Moon. You kind of have a yeah. you kind of have a star in uh, Sky Blue too. Sky Blue is good. Like I said, they got some workers in there. They just need to work on those ones. And I'm glad there's. I'm glad like Paige Van Zandt's not taking it like. Like I'm gonna walk in and be awesome. She went and she's with Gangrel Learning, and yeah. that's a good wrestling school. Like, as long as they don't try to fast track her. All right, she knows how to take a bump and throw a punch. Let's get her in the ring. That's well, WWE style right now. Exactly. They might. They might fast track her just because they nah, did the same. She's gonna go with Ty the first match. If you noticed be, in the they last, they did the few, same with Jay though. If you noticed in the last few weeks though, or or since there's been talk of her joining. She hasn't hit the ring and done anything. Yeah, I think they're. She good. has not touched the ring once, and that could be some kind of deal because they don't want her to get injured one, and because that she's in heavy training, and they don't want to fuck nothing her, up. Her her husband's not bad at throwing uh, elbows and shit, though. I mean, he's actually real good at it. <laughs> well, I'm thinking like double or nothing going to be probably a mixed tag match with Sammy and Ty, and then Paige and I think Scorpio, it's maybe Ethan. Could be her husband. He's not signed wrestler though. I, I don't think he's gonna sign. Though. But I'm saying that it's just gonna be a mixed tag with her to cover up her whole matchness, and then probably. So it's kind of like Jay's first match with Shaq and mm-hmm. Cody and Brody, and then they'll Brandy, do something. Not Brody. Whatever's after double or nothing, she'll have a singles match versus Ty, and then they'll see what go from there. 
and she'll probably be, go over Ty. Right, Rampage. Open with Darby and the Butcher. Darby threw his body through hell again. Darby <laughs> does that every match. Oh, uh, He uh, did the coffin drop from the top of rope out to the outside on Butcher to get a uh, 10 count on him. It was pretty a good ending. It's all building just because it's... AFO. It's the AFO taking on Sting, Darby, and the Hardys. It's kind of cool, Jeff and Sting having that whole history yeah and like even when he first came up he like bowed to him they're being super cordial been a lot clearer sting went into his coat pocket and pulled out a drug test (laughs) they talk about it on btr i'm I'm gonna need you to pee on this (laughs) this. no they made matt hardy pee in something they offered him a hall of fame spot after they drug tested him (laughs) and then they said why is he being such an enigma Uh, seamus made jeff pee in something and they got it thrown on him that one well the hardy or the young bucks drank the pee because they're weird all right. <laughs> okay. They said it tasted really good, though. Yeah, real vi- yeah Red Velvet and Layla Hirsch. <laughs> this Tommy, match was so boring. Tommy Dreamer drank pee on Monday Night Raw one time. Yeah, I think he really drank pee. He did, yeah. I don't think the Bucks did. I don't think. Sick motherfucker, man. <laughs> we already talked about Chris Stanley. Yeah, Chris Statlander came out. That's all that came out of that match. So we're going to get Chris Statlander, Layla Hirsch. Yeah. Uh, There'll probably be another tag match coming up soon. And Yeah, the QT Marshall uh, appreciation type thing for uh, Hook. Hook. He's getting a, he's getting a certifi- certif- certificate. There you go. Yeah, I can't talk someday. He's got a college degree. <laughs> Dose. Uh, no, he's getting some certificate. And uh, I'm serious too, by the way. <laughs> me too. But like, cutie's like, it's the one only time ever, and it's like, okay. And he's got, Hooks is gonna beat him. I'm tired of the QT Hook thing. It needs I'm, to go Hook someone got, else don't, now. Don't worry, I got a certificate. I'm ready for Hook to beat up Ricky Starks. I to take a, that fucking title. I got a certification. And make that title management. mean something. <laughs> make me want. Make me want to enjoy the F, FTW right? title. That's and what I want. Have I want some turmoil. Have 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 Hook. Be like, I want that. Or have Ricky Stark say some ignorant shit when he's fucking. So is that the next match? What? Is the next match uh, the House of Black? Oh, the House of Black match actually had a really good finish. Uh, House of Black looked really strong. I mean, it was against Fuego and Bear Country. Bear Country. I'd I'd have fucking Hook wrestle on Rampage. I'd have Ricky Stark say some ignorant shit on the mic sitting next to Taz. We'll see that next. I think you need to move Bear Country into the main picture for. Bear Country is just that big bruiser team. It's like almost like natural disasters. Yeah. <laughs> Heavy machinery is probably closest to what they are. M- move them in, give them a chance. I mean, they're fine. They're not. They're, they're workers. Yeah, they're fine. Like, uh, but Fuego's a joke wrestler. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's he got over <laughs> the, because the, of the internet, and, and he's like just the, kind of, uh, the what's the, the other tag the, team they just the signed? Last, uh, the, the workhorseman. Yeah, yeah. Anthony, well, Anthony I guess that Henry Drake, and JD Drake. Drake's been there for like yeah, he's part he's of the wingman. Huge man. worker. Like they the should, wingman's a really low level tier. Anyways. They should call themselves something different. Actually, um, the uh, I think the guy's name is Workhorseman. Fine or something like that. But they, they're the, not horsemen. Yes, yeah, it's, it's the workhorse. Yeah, his like own name is that's fine. It's, it's, it's Anthony Henry. Yeah, not a workhorseman. But uh, the last rampage I went to during the dark for it, uh, we got to see Fuego and Fuego too. So I got to see Cody. <laughs> I mean, Fuego too. Fuego's a good wrestler, but he's just he's like a comedy wrestler. Like he's right. so tiny. Uh, they're the final the final like segment of that match portion where they did the like. What was it? Two moon salts or something? Three, and then Buddy Murphy hit his finish on him. It's Buddy Matthews. It's cool shorts boy. Depends on who you ask, because he doesn't look like Buddy Murphy or Buddy Matthews he looks like, anymore. He's just he a looks giant like Buddy muscle. Buddy Murphy ate Buddy Murphy. <laughs> yeah, he's just a giant muscle with red hair. 
No, I I, I like House of Black where they're going. They keep talking about trios. I really do think they need to put a trios title in. It's probably, more t- it's they coming. need one more person in their group. T- I, feel. T- I think I think it's going to be the cheerleader chick. T- yeah. Tony Khan. Tony Khan likes she trios is. too much, and he. Loves I mean, trios new, are great matches. He loves New Japan, so there's going to be a trios title. She is selling the eye patch still. Yeah, and uh, there was a Instagram <laughs> post that uh, Al- Alistair Malachi <laughs> put out, and he was holding an eye patch. So everyone's like, "Whoa, maybe she's gonna leave the Varsity Blondes." Which, even though Alistair Black is at least not, they'd be on TV. Even though Alistair Black is not in the new wrestling WWE game, you can still do the through the candles, <laughs> dark whatever. They're so intro. petty about that stuff. Like the best part is, like he was coming up with all that storyline, the whole Malachi Black stuff, Alistair Black, whatever. He was coming up with this devil inside of him stuff. And he's just doing it still. He's yeah, like, fuck yeah, you he, guys, I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah, he did the one vignette and then was cut. Yeah, and his eyes was got the black stuff in it, and it just keeps growing every week. I can't except, wait till his whole for, except for black he, faces. Except for he was wearing the whole pedophile raper glasses, the bar yeah. through the middle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was when he was a preacher guy. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's He went on to about his storylines all about he being started the devil talking, on he start, he started talking about his dad or whatever yeah. being the most evil, and but, then it's like, he needs list of cuts. Actually, he would Alistair be a good. Black. <laughs> I could see him taking the title off Hangman. Cause I would, he, I would um, like it. And then let dude, they could their faction could hold the tag titles and that. that you, Miro needs to come back too. You bro. never liked him. They don't. And that's because he's not rest, good. Don't, don't seem like wrestling companies <laughs> really like a lot of people I, like I, factions actually, holding all the titles. Actually, actually, actually the be night a title match. The night he that he, the, belt. the night he debuted was awesome because fucking yeah, Jr. going. It's Tommy in, and then you had Excalibur going Malachi Black. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, that they don't. That's not like they don't acknowledge the names at least. Yeah, yeah. They're like, eh. I mean, they talked about Tyler Black on which Raw, one, like which when you go to download week. if you go to the online community to download him, mm-hmm. people have made Tommy in, and then there's people that have made Malachi Black. <laughs> so you got your choice. Yeah. I mean, it's the I same. Like, I've liked Malachi Black. It's, since it's he literally the same. So. It's literally the same. Per- Black. It's literally the same person. They just put a different name. <laughs> so Tommy End, at least I wouldn't get mixed up all the time. Nope. Like, I don't know. But then the main event was you had Keith Lee and you Max Caster. It's a great match. Max Caster gets I'd put like over Max Caster a lot, man. And then so. at the end of it, FTW gets uh, or ta- Team Taz, sorry, FTW champion it's gets still involved. F- it's still FTW. They all get involved and they join the side with the Acclaim. So what if the Acclaim joined FTW? That'd be cool, but I would rather yeah, Swer- Swerve comes Swerve out. Swerve came out and, and is Keith with Lee. Lee. Yeah. I, I would. I mean, they might team up for like a one night deal, but I would rather. Like I said, I would rather it's, Ricky Starks get caught talking shit about Hook on the mic when he's yeah. out there with Taz, and Taz be like, "Yo, that's my son, dog," and then Hook be like, "You talking shit about me?" And then fucking, I, just, I think be done with it. a little bit, and more then just have Taz and Hook like it should be. Have fucking Will Hobbs do his own thing because he don't need these jokers. They're holding them the fuck back right now. And Ricky Starks, they can let him go. Oh yeah, this time to no, it's time to break up Team Taz. One of the better parts from going back. But to I the think Eclipse, I've been I think I've been Taz. saying that since the very first episode of the show. I don't I don't I haven't ever liked them. I, don't like I think they're them. just a random fa- a faction that they're there. And you and hooks hooks not even involved with it. Hook anymore. hasn't been on TV in like. That's three what I'm weeks, saying. That's why. So. That's why. Like that's that's his dad's title. That title belongs to weeks. him now. It does. It's his. It was his dad. If he started beats it. Ricky Starks, he, he will. All right, and that's say he needs to get caught talking shit. And Hook Ricky Starks, I, him. you guys don't like Ricky Starks, but I think he's I, hilarious. He's that I super like, cocky. So you, I like Ricky. He's just think, that super cocky asshole, and this is like you want him to lose so bad. I actually like his in ring work. I think he's actually a good wrestler. He's a good wrestler, but he makes you. 
you hate him because he's just he's an asshole. Can't a promo for shit. That's kind of what Will I Hobbs. I think is great too. Just, just the thing is, him though, and Keith Lee are going to be Just the thing is with awesome. Rick. With yeah. Rick, Ricky tries to yeah, be like Ricky tries to be the Rock. He does try, but but then you got, but then you got L.A. Knight who just outdoes him because they're they're yeah, like that's, that's they're L.A. Like, Knight, bro. It's his game. <laughs> I agree. I'm ready for L.A. Knight but to come no, to the main roster. If you want to talk about, remember I said earlier in that tweet about how Madcap Moss said he style his whole style yeah. is based off of Scott Hall. Fucking L.A. Knight looks more like Scott Hall in the ring with his mannerisms and the thing he does Shit. than Madcap Moss. Shit, watch, <laughs> watching NXT. That motherfucker has hey, all the charisma. Wa- watching NXT in my living room, my kids think my think I'm nuts when L.A. Knight comes on. He does his yeah, and I'm sitting here going yeah. It pisses me. <laughs> it pisses me off that he loses Shut up, all the. Dad. It pisses me off that he loses all the time yeah, because he's probably one of the best things on all of WWE it's TV right now. Because they have to right shove now. Braun Breaker down your throat. Man, they can move him up to the main roster and let him be a winner there. Because fucking they focus on one person too hard. It's his game. Well, that's because it's just LA a straight. Night. It's because it's just a regular TV show now, bud. Yeah. And that's why there's got like people like Butch, Butch, who'll never be champ, and not just because of the name they, Butch, but because Vince McMahon looks at them all as TV characters now, not as fucking moving, this guy and be that guy. And and there'll never be another John their, Cena. They've made WWE to where there will never be anyone bigger than them ever again. And John Cena will be the last person that got that big. Even Roman Reigns won't be that big. And then when you look Roman's at, his own enemy right now. When you look at NXT too. The, they're even moving all their the UK stars. Like A Kid made his debut this week. Kaylee Ray's already on NXT. Walter is already on NXT. Give it time. Ilya Dragunov and Nathan Frazier are both going to be on NXT. <coughs> you ain't going to have shit over in the UK, so you might as well just cancel it or call it NXT UK Level Up. There's always been that saying that no one's bigger than WWE, but then you had Hulk Hogan, and then you had Stone Cold, and then you had The Rock, and then you had John Cena. I guess some people could argue that Bret Hart got bigger at one point in time than WWF. I mean, fucking, they were making like statues of him in on China. Tombstone, or on Tombstone, the TV series. Uh, well, no, Lonesome Dove, but Lonesome Dove, fucking, Lonesome I mean, they were making statues for him in like China and shit. He was as big <laughs> as Michael Jackson overseas and whatnot for a while. Um, but you know, they made WWE to where no one will ever make it to be that big ever again, <laughs> unless they quit for like ten years and fucking become something different. You know, uh. What's his name? Uh, Nathan uh, Jones. He's <laughs> yeah. he's still kind of rolling around Hollywood, making it a little bit here and there as a, a big badass guy in movies, just doing fight scenes and whatnot and shit. And like, he was like, they tried to make him into the biggest thing ever, and then when he quit, like, I'll never be nothing. Now he's got more money probably than he ever would have made <laughs> working for WWE. You know what I'm saying? So there's there's a few guys out there that that can maybe still get there a little bit, but if they work for WWE. They've got them so wedged into the point where they'll never. There's just no possible way. I don't think they'll ever. They'll, they'll, they keep them to the point where there's not going to be a dude who's going to be so cool that everyone's going to be just like we got to have him in movies and all this shit all the time everywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hopes for Damian Priest. I don't not now. Hey, Damian dude. Priest was actually really cool. Not the with the split too. personalities and shit, bro. Actually, actually, last night when uh, we had the Finn Balor Damian Priest match, Reese was fucking hardcore. She's yelling Priest. <laughs> and I'm looking at her going, this is motherfucking Finn Balor. I'm like, you walk around going like this all the time. This it's is too Fergal sweet. Devitt. Yeah. Yeah, but maybe she likes that. Uh, maybe she likes the uh, split personality. Maybe gimmick. she likes doing the bows. I, I think he's just taller. <laughs> uh, he is, but he doesn't have as big of a six pack. And honest to God, when they let him just be true. Damian Priest, he's, he's cool. But uh, the shit they got him doing now is not yeah, very cool at all. That's the thing. He's, well, that, he's well, good on his own. Well, la- well, well last night he shoved uh, Bri- or 
Byron Saxton off his chair and oh, took it, and then that that would have me cheering for him too. He uh <laughs> he hit Finn Balor with it because last last night when I <clears throat> when we first got to our seats, there's a dude in a suit out there calling uh ring commentary, but he was like up by the entrance, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty fucking sweet. I'm like, because we were watching Raw, so I'm like, cool, MVP's doing ring announcing, <laughs> and then. And then once the show actually started and got in the ring, I'm like, oh, it's Byron Saxton. <laughs> and honestly, Byron's a lot better as a fucking ring announcer than he is as the goddamn commentator. <laughs> He's a shit terrible wrestler, so. Not a good commentator either. No. He's all right as a ring announcer that I, I think he started. To to AW, personally, but. Well, as a ring announcer, he has to. Uh, <laughs> as we can get rid of Excalibur and put Pat you, on yeah, the you table. Yeah, you can send Excalibur to replace <gasps> But Pat. if they started doing trades like the NFL does. That would be sweet. <laughs> Just give it time. You never know. Give it whoever owns WWE and with next. The, and with the 42nd pick in this year's draft, we're uh, trading Excalibur for Pat McAfee. AEW <laughs> <laughs> yeah. fans screamed in joy. Now they'd send Excalibur straight to NXT. Fucking, that's their fucking party. Hey, yeah, hey, party. hey, hey, hey just remember, video. you guys are not going to miss a minute of, of the action. We'll be right back with what picture and picture. What if came back to AEW? WWE don't pull that picture and took, picture bullshit. I don't think they uh, do on NXT. They do on NXT every week. Picture and picture? NXT has picture and picture. Wow. Yep. WWE does too, doesn't it? Not on the main rosters. I was on my laptop the whole time I was watching. No, U, U, USA, so. USA and Fox. Excuses. USA and Fox during that time on those two shows are like, we're not fucking putting a little screen down there so you can see what's going on. We're we're getting all that commercial time. Dude, half the time I'm watching the screen and screen stuff, I'm watching the commercial even though the wrestling's going on because it's right. a bigger screen. I'm not. I, it depends I, what the commercial I, is I'm and playing, what the match oh, is for me. I, I, I got to like focus that, That's where I'm playing on my phone until it comes back because I'm like, I'm not watching the fucking commercials. Sometimes they'll, they'll run like a, a graphic for like you know, <coughs> like some delicious ass food and I can't oh, not yeah. look at it. Oh, Domino's? Or mm, fucking, pizza cutter match. Uh, <laughs> oh, pizza, pizza Hut has the big box dinner back? Or they'll be like right. trying to show a preview for Batman and then they got a wrestling match going on too and it's like, I can't handle both of them. <laughs> The fucking right. head explodes like Mimi on Drew Carey and shit. Fucking confetti <laughs> goes everywhere in the front room. Right, it's that time of the week. It's time for our high spots. So, uh, who wants to kick us off? Everybody's got to get staring at each other. <laughs> I mean, my favorite part was uh, Daniel Bryan and... Uh, <laughs> John, John, John Moxley. John Moxley yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't hear Yuta. that, I said, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> the shit at the end with Wheeler Yuta was real cool. It was. I liked it too. That was. And hopefully, that's the start of a little little, little faction taking over. Ready to come how. here and sort this place out. Now they put a get another guy and maybe put a female in there. Paige, dude. Paige Van Zant. No, Paige fucking WWE. Page. Oh, I said that it would be neat if they went that's and stole Paige Van Zant from Butt top head. team as well, though. <laughs> no, it's Beavis or something. No, they could they could stay straight take like uh, Soraya, Chris Statlander, or Layla Hirsch and throw them in that group though. Some chick that don't really have a whole lot going on. Still, that's, her, that's nah, what I'm wondering who they could if they take, take Wheeler Yuta, they ain't gonna take all the best friends and no. make them because that would be stupid. They're gonna have to find some they underutilized could, woman. They could wrestler. do like a. Uh, I mean, they could, think they're going. They could. That would be so. What if they Van Zandt, but they could find a, fe- a younger female that may- they could just use Jade. I doubt it because she's got no, smart. Mark, Jade's but- got her whole thing, but like you're not going to take Ty. She's with Sammy, and they're I mean, kind dating- of. unless Sammy joins too. But I don't think Sammy's going to jump right to another faction. 
I don't know. You got uh, the bunny and uh, what's the other chick that's with her? Well, the bunny's in the AFO. They haven't done anything in a while. Uh, Penelope could be the one, though. Her or um, the chick that's with Britt Baker. The you, uh, other Jamie Hader. Yeah, Rebel? her. Jamie Hader. Jamie Hader, not Rebel. Own. Rebel's always going to be with Britt Baker, but Jamie Hader. Yeah. Rebel Hader does that right. really well. Though. I think Jamie Hader would be a good one. Mercedes, well, Mercedes is way too old, I think, for, uh, that, I for like, that role. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, yeah. I, I think that if you're going younger, I think Jamie Hader would be perfect for their group. Yeah, she's actually Honestly. a hard. She's like a real wrestler. Sitting like, here thinking about it, I think she would be the best one. Uh, and kind of breaks up that whole storyline. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I mean, I can give you a high spot. Right. <laughs> Thunder Rosa win her first title. Fuck that shit. DMD for life. Yeah, hopefully this restarts her whole push. Though. You mean you mean an AEW, right? Yeah, an AEW. She was Warriors she, champion and stuff. She had to actually vacate that was, title too. She was Uncle the Dave NW, she she was the NWA champion. I'm an AEW. Okay. NWA is kind of fake, anyways. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> okay, Matt Cardona is their champ right now, right? Look at the history of the NWA. Yes, yeah, Billy Corgan for like fifteen B- years. At Billy Corgan owns it now, but stop in- since the goddamn seventies, eighties, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes, and Harley Race were I'm all still champions the, in the eighties. I'm saying the new NWA sucks. Ass. None of the like. Yeah, they don't even have Rick entrances. Flair's What's that? WCW yeah, that's like half the 80s. part. Was Jim Crockett promotions eighty eight. They don't right. have wrestling entrances or music from, or anything. From 80 to 88, you had Harley Race. I'm just happy Thunder Rosa's getting a push. Yeah, oh, also, uh, something. Uh, per today, Thunder Rosa's dropping the Warrior Women's title without That's defending it. Yeah, yeah she, she done. I assume it's her schedule. She just did a Warrior like show this weekend, or last weekend. Well, yeah, last weekend. She's she semi-injured, I guess, supposedly, so maybe it's just yeah. too much. Kenny Omega shit did too much, and look at him yeah. now. And he's got like four he, surgeries going on right now. All he can do is make video games. Which Warrior Warrior Wrestling doesn't actually have a roster they pay to bring people in. (laughs) Can he, though, he says. That's where she (laughs) was wrestling Sky Blue, I think. Or Sky Bi or something. I don't know. And Athena. Yeah, Yeah. her last match was Athena. Yeah. Sky Chick was in it, too, I think. Okay. It was on the vlog I watched today. That's the only reason I know. (laughs) I normally normally pay for the Warrior Wrestling show. I got to support the local guys. It's like 15 bucks. Or you can buy the whole summer pack. Or you can, <laughs> or you can buy the whole summer pack for like forty bucks. You get like four shows. That's not X is a good deal. So, uh, <coughs> my high spot for the week is definitely uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society moment, and I think Daniel Garcia was the best part of that shit for me with his. If you're a sports entertainer, then I must be a sports. Or if you're a sports entertainer, then I'm a sports entertainer Big too. Daddy Matt. and I beat up pro wrestlers. This <laughs> shit had me rolling, dude. Uh, it was just all really good. The whole promo was really good. I think Jericho's on the fast track to going right back to the top of professional mm-hmm. wrestling again just when people was thinking he was on his way out. And that makes me <laughs> laugh my ass off because he does this shit every time. But uh, for a while, it, it would take him like six months to go away and come back. And he's, oh, now this motherfucker can do it in like two weeks. He might be turning into the goat of wrestling. Yeah, he's <laughs> he, one of, like he, greatest, yeah. like long term, like Tom yeah. Brady's the greatest yeah. quarterback. But Honestly. like best is like. If this somehow leads Highest him to peak, another title, time. this somehow leads him to another title shot or a title run, it would not surprise His me. His title run was good in AEW, yeah, too. I thought so, too. I, I, actually, I haven't hated anything And he's I would done. love it if he beat Hangman. Actually, actually, right now, you could throw him into a program with Hangman. And have him beat him? That'd yeah, be they, wonderful. Hangman and him had that whole story before, because Hangman's like, I'm going to beat you and get that title, <laughs> and he did Yeah, Hangman was the first challenger against Chris Jericho for oh. the championship. And then you let Chris Jericho beat him, and then Hangman goes through this whole, like, sub- I can't do it, because yeah. I can't beat Jericho. Maybe I just predicted something again. Yeah. 
<laughs> You're predicting how you hate cowboy shit. I do, but I'm just in the way Jericho does his thing, as popular as he's going to get again. You got to go this. like this. And now I guess people are like, are you going to change the music? And he's, no, I'm not changing the music. It's going to stay the same. It'll always be Judas. Because that's what he just did. He and, just pulled the ultimate Judas right. on his entire team. And also, it's fuck you. It's Why would I change my music? You know what I mean? I'm also, not going to change it. They won't be able to show old fat white guys in the audience. <laughs> they don't. They quit doing it last week, though. They, did they? I, they didn't barely do it last week. You would be the one fat guy out there doing it. I know, but he <laughs> doesn't like, sound. He would do it just to try like, to get I hate on. myself. You, that's why. You, want, <laughs> you, you want me to loan you Reese and Cohen? They can sing the song word for word. He would do it just to get on camera. Every chorus. He would do it just to get on camera. Every verse. He would do it just to get on camera and go home and beat himself with a belt later that night <laughs> <laughs> he's kneeling down I have shaming himself and shit for doing it but he would do it for sure <laughs> little blood streaks coming out he's praying to jesus in the corner and shit hitting himself with a belt <laughs> real violent like oh my god what are you doing in there shut up leave me alone i'm taking a shower <laughs> You're such a mark. You're such a mark. <laughs> crying and shit. Are you crying? No. Leave me alone. My time to take a shower. It's my I, own personal time. Occupied. Don't bother me. <laughs> All right. My high spot of the week actually came from the Hangman match. Uh, Let's put you, had, you had the spot in the match where uh, Jungle Boy hits the double doomsday device yeah. off the uh, springboard. And uh, I thought it was fucking sweet. So I like that they're using the Doomsday device. It makes sense for him. That's uh, <laughs> poor little baby powder square in his mouth, dude. What an asshole. <laughs> so if you guys are a fan of the show, you've heard uh, multiple times throughout the show, you can find us on like our 12 uh, streaming platforms. Mark came back this week. I think we'll see him again maybe a couple weeks from now for WrestleMania. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Or unless he wants to keep coming back weekly. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> uh, it's a slow no. That's a no. <laughs> <laughs> Gas is expensive, guys. I guess you drive just as far. Yeah, I do it like oh, five stay. times a week. <laughs> <laughs> My car's twice the size of yours. Yes, I, I know. stay right here. There's a reason why I drive a Camry. But uh, <laughs> we will see all you guys next week. Bye.